You do have a queen shirt on. Yes, I do. You did that because you knew there was going to be another senior citizen That's right. on this podcast. <laughs> Morgan. Yeah. I wanted to look sure. like a cool mother. You are a cool mom. Are we started? No. Oh, I was going at it. No. What were you going at? Oh, talking. You were in the zone already? Talking. That quickly? That's all it takes? A little yeah. bit of queen talk? Yeah. Oh, twisting and... Just the volume, checking. Morgan, that's all. Mm. How are you this fine evening? Fine. Yeah. We like to do this to get going on the show. Just casual conversation. You know how the show goes after listening to one episode from us. I have to raise my hand. We have 70. No. This is our 73rd. Jump on it. 73 episodes, and you've listened to one. You're a statistician, Mom. What percentile of our shows have you listened to? 0.62. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's about what everybody's listening to out there shame on me no no shame no. on you i want to well now you're going to listen to this one that's for sure because you're going to want to hear i mean it's you or dr laura so mm. i have 15 minutes in the car only it's interesting in the morning i listen to cbc news you listen to dr laura morgan no i'm familiar with her work but i don't listen to her i feel like whenever my mom wants me um to hear like relationship advice or marital advice she'll throw dr laura on in the background and just quietly like say i hope sasha's listening i feel that way sometimes it's not my point mm, okay you've been listening to her for quite some there's time there's a lot of her I, she says i don't like but there's a lot of stuff that just makes sense how long you been listening to her 30 years on and off she's stern she's very stern she's very tough and She's straight to the point. She hangs up on good. people. She tells she people sure not to call her. She sh- tells people to shut up. She's, she's kind of like Morgan. <laughs> she tells women to stop being <laughs> bitches and, yeah. and, and treat okay. their husband kindly. And You don't mostly. know how to... We, we don't curse on this show. Oh, sorry. No, I'm kidding. We do. No, I didn't think you did. No, we do I curse a lot. No, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you block guys, it off? Sasha can't help himself. And it's not me. You haven't because met... I, I I curse. Oh, I that's fine. Angry. Curse. Curse in French. Try to. That'll no, boost our listenership in Canada and yeah. France. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you haven't met our third party. Uh, his name's Miguel. He's on, oh, I'd say uh, one out of every four shows. A good friend of ours. I've met him. You've not house. met him. Yes. Have you? Yes. Remember, You've been to my house? playing a game and I answered the that's another thing. The, that's another thing. The amount of days I've lived in my house and the amount of days you've visited, 0.62%. percent tell people why. No, that's more like You're allergic to cats. Six point very much. Very much. Mm. But you're not sneezing here and you got a guy who's got a farm of them at his house. Yes, just, I, just I know. Just five, six. I'll staying away from him. <laughs> but if I, I would do like I do with your daughter, mm-hmm. she sits all over me, that night I have allerg- allergies. Oh, mm. that sucks. Yeah, it's got here. You've had those forever? Uh, Since you can remember? when I was a teen. Because we had cats when we were young. Did you? And dogs, yeah. I wasn't allergic to dogs either. Did you resent cats because of the allergies? No. no. You never disliked animals? No, I don't resent rats, and I'm very allergic to them. You put them to death daily? No. Not anymore. I, I use them for the good of humans. <laughs> entertain them now, and the other people put them to death. Uh, so let me let me rewind just a little bit. They can guess. S- episode seventy-three. Well, I don't know. You could be mystery guest number two. <laughs> mystery girl. No, mystery girl not. number two. No, you're not mystery no, I'm girl not. number two. 
that even would be though a bad reputation yeah for it would be terrible here. for me yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Even though Actually. I have contemplated, <laughs> I have contemplated just for fun and Multiple. for science sake. No, <laughs> God, Dating mom, an older woman? you're getting me in trouble already. Um, no, I've contemplated. Uh, I told Morgan this this last week that I was going to register for some dating apps oh. just so I can uh, provide commentary. No, uh, provide commentary for the show feedback because there's some interesting yeah. apps now. It's, you know, 2021. There's one that um, based on the video games that you like. It matches you up with someone. I don't no, play that's many interesting. video games. That's Why interesting. do you care? Oh, I, I because, thought you no, found for the, dis- the I have, but the, the, no. it's the discussion. It's the you discussion. You have to get over that. Oh, see, Morgan's my... Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> no, Mor- <laughs> Morgan's my bad and good angel simultaneously. Uh-huh. We're going to stay away from the Sasha relationship talk. I'm focused on the <laughs> dating app stuff. Um, there's another one that's really cool. No, but we're going to have to go back to relationship because the one episode I heard, <laughs> and I heard about his relationship. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting because oh. it's very different than the. Oh, you're talking uh, about the kids. No, marriage. Oh, his the, outlook his on marriage. View of marriage and. Okay, let's save that for an hour. My thirty-year view two. of marriage and your view of marriage. They're all different. Three different. Mm-hmm. And you have a thirty-seven-year-old, a forty-seven-year-old, and, and thirty uh, years of marriage. How old? Do you want to disclose to the 27 countries how old they already know? It'll be my 60th year. I'm 37, so they can do the math. Okay. So, yeah, it's a different perspective for all of us because uh, it's based on the era that you live in. It's based on the time. Not the era. You see, that's your it, era that's coming through. It's down to the human that you are. That's your era you coming mean? through. But we'll, we'll save that for the second hour. I don't hour. think so. It might be. No, a human being can be bored today like your daughter who's I find, has a lot of... Similar traits than I do. She's five. Uh, there's similarities there. We don't know when what her traits are. Yet. No, we do. Her yeah, character. I think you can see them. Yeah, you see them. Oh, uh, boy, that can get dangerous because then you start projecting traits onto the child and then you kind of. Uh, it's in your genes, right? Yeah, I told you this last week. I don't need to be a scientist like you and my grandmother have encouraged me for so long because I have you and my father's genetic DNA That's in right, me. That's right. So I'm you, naturally you're also a scientist. Oh, my you're, gosh. No. Morgan, you're also scientist. No, not Check. True. No, I, I told him this week. He is far from being a scientist. No. He's Are trying you? to be by using his genes. Genetic expression. You don't wear your jeans the way the It works that did. way. Look at all the baseball players. Um, Bo Bichette Jr., for example. All the juniors that are in all the sports. Yes, they have well, to work for it. I don't but know how if much that's genetic. Easier. It's just being They're around They a great it. coach, yeah. Mm. Well, that's all true. their life. I'm talking about the specific, like Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Bo Bichette Jr. There's a lot of hockey junior players as well. They all have it in their blood. They have an advantage based on blood. It's not necessarily privilege with them or no, training. It is, but they could naturally let's say be your dad skilled. would have been your your father as well. Mm-hmm. You would have turned out to be a scientist. But what I'm suggesting I is I didn't need him to because yeah. No, you're wrong about that. Well, Sasha likes to take shortcuts. I do like <laughs> yes. to take shortcuts, yes, and it's does. through gene activation. But I test him with the shortcuts, and he fails. D D plus. <laughs> on the question of science true science I would agree what would you agree with Morgan uh, you think you're good at taking shortcuts no I have a track record that I've confirmed it's pretty decent at taking shortcuts and it's okay Delusion. to take shortcuts if you do all of the research beforehand you can do research all you want Sash, and you have a high retention capability but 
you have to read the basic science too to understand where what you're reading about originated from. You know, these guys that write these books you like, well, they have all that education that's boring and all oh, that. Yeah. But <laughs> but they use all that and you know, and they, they turn it into a living. You Good. can read their books, but you, it is like like uh, Morgan says, is is shortcut. You need to have what's behind it also in your mind. At what point, though, do you say enough with the learning and let's shift to experiencing? Uh, never. And my 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 type of work, I learn every day. Why? Every no. day I learn something. And today, I was working outside, and guess what? I learned about Chicago Killer. Okay. Because we found their nest. No, right. You learn every right. day. <laughs> and I never studied. You learn how to pronounce Chikaida. <laughs> yes, I know. Killer. <laughs> My mom's been living here for 25 plus years. Do you and what, know how did you pronounce it beforehand? Killers? No, Do I don't. You know? I don't want to talk about cicada killers. No, you should. They okay. have these long, long, what you call them? Antenna? No, the bite there. Uh, Stingers. Okay. But they don't bite people, they sting. They, they kill cicadas. They get over them, and they bring them to their nest. They get three of them. They Their nests are dug in the earth, mm-hmm. and they're about an inch around with tunnels, and they plug one each cadaver, and, and that's the food for their it's one egg. It's very meticulous. One egg, which will take 12 months. Who taught you this today? It was Google? Yes, because I saw two come mm. out of our hole in the back where we were digging our trunk. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know, was it what I saw? Was it a, because I've seen a Chicago killer before. Mm-hmm. I killed one, unfortunately. Regretted it because I didn't know what it was. I thought it was a jumbo bumblebee. It's really huge. <laughs> are you frightened by insects? You're not sure what the heck they are? Aren't You've always you? kind of, no, not. <laughs> oh, come on. No, I don't, I don't, the only you time. about you, Morgan? You live I in hate Texas. Wasps. You hate wasps. That's huh? about the only thing I think that gets me insect wise. Not spiders? Uh, I'm okay with spiders. Really? Yeah. It's and snakes. What about yeah. ugly cicadas that come <laughs> all around your head there? Yeah, I like them. You like them? They make them? a crazy noise during the summer that I think I would miss if. But, if but I didn't they're kind of dizzy. They look dizzy when they come or drunk. Yeah, you. They, they're not they don't good know flyers. where they're oh, going. Know, I take it back. Not that I'm scared of them or frightened of them, but I enjoy uh, like very, being very violent with June bugs. June bugs. Yeah, I like if Why? there's one crawling because they're annoying, and so Why I are like they annoying June bugs. Oh, because they fly in your face. Oh. They're they're the ones who are sort of drunk flying. They're drunk flying. Yeah. Yes. Well, so are mayflies. Yeah, but they're also attracted to light, and if there's light on your porch or something. So you're why just didn't they call Chicago's uh, July? Bugs. <laughs> they have a bugs. name here for mayflies. Mayfly. July come up the together. You know the mayflies though. They show up in April now. And I know it's always that's early evidence now. For and the June warming. bugs come out in May. Global warming, Morgan. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh, why yeah. the mayflies show up in April. You know, speaking <laughs> of global warming, I told a friend a story. This, this is a true story. Yeah. One of my uncles was um, chief of the meteorology center here in the USA. Somewhere in California. Oh, okay. So, Philip. No, he was. Somewhere in California. Yeah. In um, Northern California. I know Salinas, what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Monterey. Monterey is the big weather center. But first, he was the chief in Canada. He was a super smart man. Came, was recruited to the USA. And his thing he told us 20 years ago, 25 years ago, he said, someday the weather in Canada is going to be warmer 
and the south can be cooler. Well, look at this summer, huh? What happened this summer, for example? It's a cool summer for us. Cool anyway. summer for us, and it was the hottest summer. British Columbia fires sure. and then Montreal and all that. Mm-hmm. But, buddy, there, there's a there's a pattern, and maybe you know they knew something then too. And yeah, it's perhaps. part of global warming, I think, or maybe the um, I don't know. There's a shift in the you know yeah, the, the pole earth. reversal. Yeah, something. Just the poles in general. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff we're never gonna. Do. I don't know much unless about we start that. taking well, shortcuts. We, we do know the poles flip, though. We do know the poles flip. Yeah, magnetic yeah. reversal occurs on a mm-hmm. like every what uh, twenty seven thousand years. Yeah, or something so like we that. could. We're not there yet. Oh, we could be. We? we wouldn't know. We wouldn't know. Huh? We wouldn't know. It could explain a lot of stuff. Could explain. Weird stuff. Who knows? Maybe we're just in the beginning of that reversal. But um, back to shortcuts. Does it happen all at once? Like, no, I don't think we know. I don't, no, we wouldn't know that. <laughs> but that's what I was saying. There's a tilting happening. A little tilt. Well, there's always a tilt, right? Well, yeah, we wobble. Happening. Yeah, the earth wobbles all the no, time. No, no, I know that. But there's a pattern in one direction. Um, if you want to get to your reversal, you got to start switching. Oh, yeah, slowly. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, that's an like interesting Like I said, thing. it doesn't happen all at once, right? Right. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about cicadas anymore no. uh, or June bugs, but I would like to go back just in time a little bit to the whole shortcut thing um, because it's important. I asked, <laughs> I asked a question. I said, at what point are you content? I get it for your job, your occupation, but I am not in a specific field, of course, to where I am required to learn the basics of, say, um, microbiology like you were or cancer research, for example. What I have the opportunity to do, though, is to learn in the area that I'm interested in a language that makes me cognizant of that world that I can then take what I'm an expert in and sort of superimpose it over there. So, you know, I talk a lot of psychology with you. I talk a lot of other scientific realms. And I do think that there's things that can be borrowed from all of these different fields that blend into one another to the point where, you know, I can talk to you about what you do if maybe you dumb it down to my level instead of me having to read, you know, 20 years worth of collegiate books to say, okay, now we can talk microbiology. I I can understand that by just talking about virology. Or or no, disease or the I way COVID that. works, we can discuss cancer. I think I think you can you can I blend a that, lot of that. But 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 the problem with that is uh, at one point or another in our discussion, I will pause and say, "You're not a professional." We, I get that a lot. We can't continue because you're you you think something, but you you're wrong. <laughs> it's not what's happened. You know, it's not what's happening, and. It's not to be rude. Mm-hmm. It's just that you need to understand other stuff to understand, to continue the conversation. So I think you can really bring up uh, every subject. Well, we'll get very you specific. You two bring up any subject. Let's get very specific, but, just for but, a second. But you cannot get specific. There's a point. You cannot get specific enough to make total sense. Yet. Oh, but I can. You're getting there in many areas, and you're mm-hmm. knowledgeable in many, many areas, you guys. I'm going to segue here a little bit. 73rd episode of Meandering. It's Morgan. It's Sasha. And special guest tonight is my mother, my dear mother, who flew all the way from Canada. (laughs) No, she's been here for 25, 30 years. Yeah. And she drug me along with her. And here I am. 
I had no choice at age 12. He reminds me every time. week. Yeah, that I have to suffer through that these 100 him degree, away from his family. These 100 degree summers because of you. And he's still seeking revenge on that. No revenge. <laughs> Retaliation. No, because. By moving away himself. No, Morgan and I discussed this a lot. Uh, fate and the fact that uh, all the fate things that have happened. Fate or faith? Fate. Yeah, Morgan has no faith. <laughs> I do. She no, does. He, yeah, he does. We we have religious conversations as well and talks about spirituality, but uh, not as intense as they could get in this episode, I'm sure. <laughs> Anyways, no, uh, you are here joining us for the 73rd episode, which is interesting because Dad, the man you married in um, 1990, he listens to all of our shows, and I've never invited him. <laughs> you listened to one episode and then said you wanted to be a part a part of it. No, I, we'd love him on the show. He's, he's uh, a fun yeah, guy. you could talk about a few things. He's a fun guy. But he's not very talkative, to be honest with you. Well, the show changes you. It, it can change you a little bit. Um, so just, okay, now that we've introduced you, what you do is you work at a hospital. No. Oh, okay. University. I'm wrong already. Wrong out of medical gate. center. You work in a medical I wing. I don't work in the hospital. You work in a medical wing mm, of in, a university. In the research wing. Okay. Medical. Yeah. Can we call I it don't medical? work in the hospital. Hospital is two blocks away. All right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Are they linked like by a walkway? Uh, yeah. So you work at a hospital. Yeah. Oh, come on. No, I work on campus. And there's two hospitals and research labs. But that's interesting because yep. it's a university slash hospital. But there's no patients where I work. <laughs> See, that's what I mean by extrapolate because you think you know, but you don't know. But that's a joke, clearly. Oh, okay. It's not a good one. No. No, it's terrible. <laughs> okay. So you work at a university and you study uh, this thing called, well, we won't discuss it. <laughs> top secret. No. Okay, it's top secret. It's the mystery thing, um, but it. Why is it a mystery? I'm just joking again, but it involves cancer research, right? No, it doesn't. Okay, what does it involve? Uh, aging. Reverse yeah. aging. Reversing reverse aging. aging. Studying. So aging. you're trying to find find the fountain of youth as well. I'm uh, doing it too. I I presented a game to Morgan this past week mm -hmm. that actually focused on reverse aging. It's the way to get your mind working to reverse aging or to slow aging. You're doing it from a much more scientific approach with microscopes and research you know, and years was, and years of... I was fortunate enough to uh, work for the um, doctor who found the gene for the anti-aging gene for the protein clotho. And it's a meandering protein that goes all over the body circulation and fixes everything. Yeah. And they don't understand why. Or how? Why wow. such such capabilities? And you're potential. working on just uh, uncovering well, all of that. It's made in the kidney, so mm -hmm. I work on the kidney where it's made from, and we're studying how it's made, what it does there, and how it gets to the brain. It's also made a bit in the brain, but more so on the kidney. Mm -hmm. So uh, how it does everything it does, because everybody claims. Everybody else is studying it now, and they're finding things that it's like dangerous to find a, a hormone that does so many things because it could be it's, like a god hormone. Exactly, mm. but it was it's named after the goddess of um, the the Greek goddess that threads mm. the web of life. 
Oh, sure. Okay. So is that where the word cloth comes from as well? Clotho, the, yeah. No, no, the English clotho, derivative? Well, it's it's Greek. Cloth, well, clotho is, but I'm saying cloth yeah. itself. But some people call it clotho. Oh, okay. But it's so, clotho. You know, some people call it Chick-a-Filla, too. <laughs> my, <laughs> my mom's been calling Chick-fil-A Chick-a-Filla since she came down here. So, yes, mispronunciation. My so apologies. Reverse I'm aging. Well, you got Morgan's attention. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely fascinating. Are you well, they me? sell it now on Amazon. <laughs> of course. And we wanted to test it. Wait a to second. See if they it's sell good. the protein? Yeah, they do now since about two or three months. Huh. Are you guys they getting sell, a share of that? No, but uh, from what we know, you cannot just take this protein. It won't do what you would expect it to do. You can't like, mix it in a vanilla shake or eating it? By itself. Mm. No direction, no protocol to do, to inject it, or there's no such thing as just giving you the protein and it will work. It's it's very intricate. It's very... Uh, Sounds like you may unknown. need mental activation. Oh, there's, it's made in the brain also, like I said. Mm -hmm. it's Naturally. The second, the, second the second most uh, message is in the brain. It's fascinating. So wouldn't you be is in? It? Would you be interested? Would you be interested in like ways and methods of people uh, maybe using their brains to the point where they produce this in natural large quantities? Well, how do you do that? How do you find people, that out? Well, a lot of people are studying how you can increase the message. The message is what comes before the protein. So the more message mRNA you have, the more protein you have. They're they're working on it. It takes ten years to establish these things. See, like if it's she if she started talking to us, like say she talks to her coworkers, it would it would sound foreign language oh, to us somewhat. Would. However, Morgan has a programming background. I have an IT background to some degree, and this is what I was suggesting earlier. The the methods that you know you go into program code and the way computers work, they're very similar to the way that the brain works. And so if you can just figure out like where the connection is between what you're saying and what we know, we can actually get on board with the discussion at a much quicker rate. That's my opinion of things. Yeah. Um, that's where I think like being a professional or an expert in different fields, Help. it's not impossible no. to connect and unite. No, and, and, and we always and have that sort of conversation. We always have this conversation. Yeah, I know. It always Results to this. No, a, a scientist, and oh. we say if if we got together different scientists more often, different uh, areas, no, and discuss things like this, put our thoughts together mm -hmm. instead of sticking to our own discipline, more discoveries would be made. You know, they say faster. that in religion too. I don't know if that's true. Well, you don't think they do? Be less wars. That's the higher sure. ups, and you don't think the, the Vatican City may have well, those the sorts of conversations? Well, see the Orthodox uh, Russian uh, yeah. leader, and he's trying, and he went to see. Didn't he go see the Islamic one too lately? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was making it a point. So to, you see, the more mm. you connect, the more good things can happen. Is it too little, too late? Boy, why weren't we doing this two, three hundred years ago? You could because we're it's evolution. I believe it's part of evolution. So you think As humanity human just gets more understanding, more united? We learn. That's why I, us, us old people think we know more than you young people. We might not know more, but we've experienced more, mm -hmm. so we know what's better for the human race well, and the future. Well, that's an interesting point because. I was arguing earlier that experience should at some point take over instead of knowledge and learning. And That's once you right. have a certain amount, yeah, so yeah. you're right to a certain degree. 
Um, Do you think we like being alive because we're pretty and cute at this age? Well, old folks? And healthy? <laughs> no, because we know more. That's what carries us during the day. That's, a, that's an existential question, too. And what too. carries me during the day is like that. Your it. knowledge? I'll get my promotion maybe this month, hopefully. Mm -hmm. My boss hears me here. He'll... <laughs> He won't listen to me, but I'll well, make should, it officially as as a research scientist. Oh, that's fantastic! Instead of always associate, not that a research perhaps. associate, you get upgraded to research scientist. That's a big step. So I got a question in my expertise, in my field of expertise. What's the upgrade from knowledge? Uh, what comes after knowledge? This is where the old folks. And, what do you mean by that? Uh, the upgrade from knowledge, what is it? Make believe it's a trivia question. What comes after knowledge? Because this is where I believe knowledge. the old folks are not necessarily privileged to access I this next word. I don't think the word is word. upgrade. Choose a different well, word. The, no, upgrade the word, is, is like upgraded in a, in a plane seat or a meal. I want to upgrade yes. to a bigger Right. Okay, cup. so if coach is knowledge, let's just say coach in, on an airplane is knowledge. What's first class? Wisdom is the answer. And and that's where that's where the old folks, in my humblest Experience, opinion, wisdom. knowledge knowledge exists. Yes, absolutely. We love to hear the advice that you give us. But but at the age that we're at and the era we're in, that. well, I was going to get to that in a second. There's some folks who aren't like me who will – I'll listen to everything you guys say, 47-year-old and 60-year-old. No, you don't. Well, I listen. No, you don't. I listen. You hear us, but – I don't think you listen. Right, because I've got a filter. You hear point. us, right? Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. He hears us, but he doesn't listen. You know yeah. why? No. I'll answer bluntly. Because all I'm interested in now you from dismiss No, all I'm interested uh, in now. Filter. You got well, all I'm interested in now at age thirty seven. I I'm ready for a wisdom only. So what I want from the older crowd is wisdom. And when I look around at the world that we're having to navigate see a lot of wisdom. You might have a lot to say, but I don't know that you've handled a whole heck of a lot of the things that you thought you were able to handle in your time and day. So that's no, because there's always an opposition. <laughs> Think about it. There's always an opposition. Mm -hmm. Like at government, especially since I moved to the U.S. of America, the minority, the opposition is always opposing everything that needs to go in Clar progress. Clarify. You mean in politicians in general? The, uh, Even you know, in a workplace. I, I don't know much the words of the Americans, but, you know, like when, let's say, whatever parties mm -hmm. in power, the opposition gives the leading party a heck of a time to yeah. pass the bills they want to make the changes. Mm -hmm. And it takes four years to anything too small to happen. And then it goes up to the next government, goes the other way. So it's then, ridiculous. Can, There's no real progress. Then can you be upset with the younger crowd who kind of wants to disconnect from the entire political I don't blame scene? Them. Okay. Don't blame but them. But then, but then, in the same token, every four years, the old folks say, "Come on, young people, come on, get into this I train." Don't know. The the older people in this country. Uh -huh. I have to say, I'm not from this country, but the <laughs> older people. They're they're not thinking right at this stage, especially in Texas. I'm sorry. Well, they don't. I want to. Have Let's politics. let the Texan defend. Yeah. his people. What? <laughs> and I don't know. It's what harder. It's getting harder. Orientation you are. It's 
Oh, Morgan's as down an, low. As a Canadian observant. Morgan's a centrist. I'm a moderate. I feel like if you're on one extreme or the other, you can't you're listen. Trouble. Yeah, you can't listen. You can't compromise. That ability to do anything's gone. There's not enough compromise yes. here in this country. And there's evidence that I do listen. You listen to the first 10 episodes of our show, 10, 15 episodes, and I'm bouncing from one extreme to the other. But over the course of 73 episodes, just in conversations with Morgan, I have mentally been able to balance myself when it comes to at least the political conversations we have. And it's clearer than ever now that there are extremists on the left, there are extremists on the right, and all they're trying to do is win more people over to their yeah, side to continue this argumentative thing that you're discussing, yeah. Mom, is the problem in the slowdown. Moderate. So if you're aware of that, it's simple. You don't try to change it. You don't try to be a part of it and, and insert yourself as one or two people and say, ah, oh, we're going to change this because that's what your age range has tried to do. And it worked out to this, so it clearly doesn't work. So the answer is you just disconnect. You pull the plug on the cable. You say, yeah, we're not going to mess with news anymore. We're not going to – we get our news well, from social media, individuals. You're generalizing I, a bit. Um, th then what's the solution? What's the solution to the to uh, tribalism in the United States of America right now? The sense – like just talk about vaccines and you see the same semblance. You have one side – you have extremes on the right, extremes on the left, and then myself, the centrist moderate. <laughs> but that's <laughs> oh, not whatever. true. Yeah. Whatever. Unvaccinated. Yeah, with yeah, he's on the. You're on. You're, you're on, on one you're side. Way on the other you're way on the you other side. You guys are way on the other side. And you you don't even no, know it. You have no. Oh. You have no reasoning behind it. You guys sound like I CNN. I have not heard a good argument from you, and I don't want to discuss that. You guys sound like CNN. But this is personal. Oh, it is. I don't. Well, we talk about CNN. COVID. Yeah, we've been getting on him. Yeah, I in don't. The last few I episodes. don't want to discuss that because we've tried, but um. No, we can discuss. So you don't think it's a, uh, let me broaden it, uh, the discussion yeah. out a little bit. You don't think that's a top-down effect? You don't think when you plug in CNN? I don't you, plug in I'm CNN. I'm not saying you. I'm saying Your people. Thoughts. I'm saying people in general. Oh, when yeah. they watch CNN, they listen to Don well, Lemon. You don't think they're listening to someone who they want? It's not that want. many people, though. <laughs> now, how about people who listen to Fox? And it's the same the thing. And the same thing at work. This guy said that, that what's his name yeah, said the night before. when you start. That, that pisses me off. Yeah, regurgitating other people's I opinions. I hate that. Yeah, yes. That's yep. just terrible. They can't think for themselves. But you can tell now, can't you? I can tell, and that's what I, I brought up the subject before. And I, I, I don't mean directly because I don't know uh, Morgan. Well, I already told you. He's but, a moderate. Okay, because I'm finding here that the senior citizens are stubbornly on one side of of the scale. Well, that's and 30, 40 years it's, of... It's been tipping Texas in one direction and it's going in the wrong direction and with the gun laws and everything. But you see how if it goes in the other direction, then it's no, just as unbalanced. No, I didn't say go in the yeah. other direction. Right. It needs to meet somewhere in the middle and, and we need to be more reasonable. They're not reasonable. Not and at all. They're not at all reasonable. They don't even enter into the discussion. I know. That's right. They don't. They, they don't? They don't want at all. Or, or if they do, it quickly goes to name calling. Or exactly. And I have a friend. Bad information. I have a yeah, friend. Misinformation. I, I, he's a good friend of mine. We'll name his name at work. And I pro I made a promise to him. You made a promise to Oh, me. I guess I'm going to have to edit this do part out. Do not know, talk politics with oh, me. Oh, with you? Mm. Because it will finish our friendship and we're, we work but, together. But, Mom, that's an issue. No, because he's one of those Fox people. Well, that's fine. But, you know, you got to talk to those Fox no, people. No, no, I, I tried. There's no way. It's stuck. It's okay. brainwashed. 
Well, right, but type. but I can say the same thing about many subjects to where I, you know, if I, we talk about this all the time, Morgan, when do you bite your tongue versus when somebody actually needs to have a calm, sensible approach to their points and their perspectives, and they need to slowly be at least uh, talked to so that they can see for themselves in a, in moments of reflection, like, oh, okay. He's smart. I, I may, I may not. You, you almost have to get them way out of their comfort zone, right? Yeah. Like even a, alone in a sense. Mm-hmm. No, uh, but the problem with this person, for example, he'll go back to the source. But you see, you're attacking source. him. You're attacking no, no, him right I now. don't. Uh, he'll go back to his source of brainwash, a senior citizen sure. who's a, he'll go back to this person and reinforce his thoughts again right. and again. And well, again. And, and then we've talked about how social media plays into that, right? Yeah, yeah In absolutely. the past, or your feed on Facebook just feeds you all the stuff yeah. you're going to click on, which yeah. just reinforces that exactly. behavior. It's a, it's a problem. It's a problem. Big one. I think the nightly news does the same thing for a lot of folks. Um, I think that P- you talked about conditioning earlier. I think that the news in general, just does that period. That's its whole goal. But you'd be surprised. I think, I don't know who listens to the news anymore. Everybody's fed up on the news. Really? Well, Where do you get I your news from? I don't know that there's a large the viewership. I don't yeah. think so uh, anymore. Where do you guys get your news from? Well, I'll watch my local Online. news, like Dallas news. Yeah. And, yeah, I like and, the and, local for the weather and, and the, what's happening. And it's generally okay. straightforward, but I would the, say. The but national news. You stay away from them now? ABC yeah, News, to, do you? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> All right. The 530? I cut, I cut yeah, the 530 David now. Muir News. Once a week. All right. If there's uh, wildfires near my stepdaughter's okay. house, I want to see and things like that. Yeah, I cut NPR on the radio oh, last week. NPR. It was all right. See, I listen right. to CBC News in the morning in the car, mm. 6 o'clock, 6 a.m. World News. See, it's not like U.S. It's World, world News. news. You guys I would like agree that, that uh, the politics in this country are kind of cyclical, like nothing really new. Uh, as far as the laws and the specifics of what's going on, of course, may be new, but the actual uh, approach to them, the attitudes, it's very cyclical, kind of goes nowhere, or at least with, I don't want to put words in Morgan's mouth, but is that what you feel like? It just, there's no progress is what you said. Like an elastic. Okay. You know, it's too slow. One way, so is it, it predictable? Way, it doesn't go anywhere. Mm. Not predictable. Not per se. It's not predictable? No. Not even scientifically, you couldn't like no. psychologically break it down and say, "Oh, this is this is exactly how it's going to go." No, this. it's a mess, and a mess is mm. unpredictable. Uh, a mess is opposite of scientific. Chaos is unscientific. Scientific is is order. basics. It's order mm. exactly, and chaos is opposite. So, uh, but yeah. wait a second. <laughs> There's nothing scientific Let, about the politics in America. But, but let's extrapolate that particular statement real quick. Let's get sciencey with it a little bit. You would say that uh, you, you just said chaos. There's nothing scientific Science is about not it. Chaos. At well, all. okay. Think about the biggest explosion that's ever happened in the history of time. Mm, yeah. That would be the Big Bang, right? Still theoretical. Theoretical, though. but but out of that explosion and all that no. chaos, we have I, it's probably we have order. order to that. There's yeah. a lot of order to it. So you can make order out of all this crap that's going on if you get scientific but, about it. Uh, that's all I'm suggesting. But you called it chaos. Yes, it is chaotic what I see between the Republicans and the Democrats no, no, on a no, no, daily basis. Bang. Yes, it the Big Bang is chaos. chaotic. No, it's, 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 that's an emotional statement you're making. Well, it's an explosion. 
It's no. It was. It's an it's a emotional physical explosion. To you, that's emotionally saying what it was. It represents chaos in your mind. But we weren't there. Nobody was there in a scientific way, very organized. Right, by an intellectual mind or intellectual group of Who minds. Knows? Right. Nobody can answer that. Not me, not you, not anybody. Well. No, it doesn't matter what you read. What they read, these guys are writing their own thesis, uh, these these graduate students, and they come up with all these theories. But you see. And they get their PhD out of that's that. That's great. And, and they, they won't on. answer any of the questions. It's no. not up to them. To answer the questions, it's not up to someone who's in a field for something. How the beginning of the world started? Right. They weren't there. Right. It's up to the people who are maybe perhaps they're making hypotheses. Right. But I believe that there are people, there are minds that are meant to do certain things that are removed from like the structure of the world. It says, "Hey, you're going to go to school for twenty years." You're going to be a theoretical scientist. You're going to figure out how the big, where the Big Bang came from, uh, your background in physics, the, the master's degree, the doctorate, all that stuff. You're going to be the guy who, who improves on Einstein. I don't think it's up to the establishments to dictate that. Now, unfortunately, it takes degrees. No. No, to get, no, <laughs> I, I, I can speak to that. No, I don't have a PhD. Mm-hmm. And, and I was, uh, where I'm at today, a lot of people who know me would say, you should have your PhD. Yeah, but this is strictly recognition. No, but I'm saying you don't need your paperwork, your PhD, your thesis to get on, to move on in science and do a good job. You can be a thinker, like you say, a good thinker. Creative, you can be creative. You can read a lot, and you can really be part of the be part of, of the something world. bigger. Mm-hmm. And you don't need a PhD to do that. So I'm agreeing with you that you don't need all these degrees to make a difference in this world. Good. I really believe that. But society or the organizations like the state of Texas, which I work for, who puts your salary? Who puts your salary <laughs> online for everybody to see? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's transparent, and scientists don't make enough money. By the way, needs those degrees for grants to and to boost their uh, their It's salary. all sure. backwards, by the way. The f- big pharmaceuticals mm-hmm. make ton of money, and they don't know how to think like these scientists who make little money. But anyway, where were we? Well, we're that's where about? we were. No, we were talking so I'm about. I'm agreeing with you. Well, that's that's good. Point six percent. Happens sometimes. No, it does they suck. My my statement was um, related to the the chaos that's going out in the world right now, uh, or going on in the human world. I believe that it's partially isolated to the human world because I look at the what we deem chaos. What's the chaos? Be specific. Well, Which I said, chaos? Uh, the many... political, in the United States, the oh, chaos political. between human okay. beings that you see, the tribalism between human uh, beings, the okay. side picking, the uh, extremes that we discuss yeah. on this program avidly. That's isolated. It's isolated chaos. Are we allowed to discuss what politically is correct and not correct? Well, in show? your sure. opinion, sure, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Whatever you think, but we're allowed to rebut. 
That's the that's the the clause. It's no, in, but it's you in said our contract. Something that what's going on in this country is chaotic. But it's when one thing starts, a movement in this country okay. keeps going. What are we talking and about? And it's now? going out of limits. No, when there's one thing that starts, okay, if it's not Trump or another movement of any kind, mm-hmm. it's or it just gets carried on too far. Oh, you're talking without, about without anybody even looking into it or understanding it or yeah, just no discussion. Yeah, just because of the media, the social media or whatever, it just goes and it gets carried away you're and right. ex- exploited. Yeah, and you're, now you're anybody, discussing, oh, anybody would say, oh, I'm one of those two. I'm one of those two. Oh, I was You're discussing too. reactionary right. society. Yeah. And reactionary society has been around for a while, whether it's um, – Right or wrong, there are a lot of topics that need to be addressed, and they're kind of just the crowd in the stands, the Roman Colosseum crowd that's cheering on the carnage that's happening in the middle. But what's happening in the middle is still necessary. It's necessary, it's but necessary. You know, a lot of it is driven by one thing, and it's the sad thing. is gain of money, gain of popularity. Popularity, Which equals money, essentially. Money well, in this country. Some issues, but police brutality is not really money-driven. No, but a lot of people will put themselves in the way, I think, purposely, because For if something happens. Yes. Sure. That's yeah. in everything. There's, that's what I'm saying. That's a problem that's with the human condition. Exactly. Yeah. It's terribly wrong to take advantage of a situation. Yes. that have worth mm-hmm. and abuse. But we saw this coming with the Me Too movement. The whole, uh, I was a woman in Hollywood who was abused and accosted by Harvey Weinstein. That's terrible. That's like the catalyst of the situation. The Jeffrey Epstein thing, same mm-hmm. thing. But then it allows for people to abuse the fact that we're willing to listen to victims, real victim stories, and we're willing to entertain the, especially in a reality TV era or a, I watch this show on TV, I want to be a superstar, I want to blow up, I want followers. And now we give them these opportunities through victimization that yeah. you can't avoid it, though, because the actual victimization needs to be addressed. Yeah, that's right. And but- so the crowd, again, you have to have a way of vetting these people like on a righteousness level from the onset. Like with Jesse Smollett, from day one, you knew the guy was lying. You knew he was lying. A lot of people did. And he yes. gave him a platform to continue his story. We we entertained the fact that, oh, benefit of the doubt. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt and let's listen to his story. But he just drug us along and along, gets a book deal out of it, you know, gets uh, money out of the whole thing, probably lives in a mansion. And we, we sort of reward – we don't reward the behavior directly, mm. but, but we let rewarded. people get away it with rewarded. it. It gets rewarded. Yes. Yeah. It gets rewarded. And that's, that's um, the point you're trying to make. But you, but you, where does this come from? What do you it com- mean? It comes from it comes from conditioning. It comes from eras that didn't tackle the problems head on and allowed for the crowds to form. And here they are now in this era, and the crowds are here. the The society is chomping at the bit to have a say so in some of these big discussions that were delayed and delayed, and now they're happening in compound moments of time. I don't, I don't know that the discussions were delayed and delayed, and I don't know that anybody could have predicted social media. Well, well that's the thing, is that there wasn't a right vehicle of communication like there is today for these people. They would hide to get together and talk about their movement, but now they can connect. 
and it can get bigger and it get bigger and it bigger. It goes very Real quickly. fast. It goes yeah. fast. But the core so back problems. Back in the day, you couldn't do that. But the core problems were still around. So here I'll the jump. The problems were there, but they couldn't get strong together. But I'll jump to police brutality. Everybody saw um, Rodney King in 1992, and you can sort of set a precedent right there if you tackle that head on. But Morgan will say it was the technology that wasn't around that could have helped a little bit then, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. still, when you saw that act on television, you knew it was wrong. Oh, absolutely. And so what's what could have been done in 1992 to take it up a notch to what we did with, like, George Floyd? Well, and I'm not sure what you're getting no, now out I of George, George Floyd. It's yeah. great. Is it? It's not. No, no. What we got at first was great. Well, well, I, don't, was, I don't know where the end result's going. Like, like what's changed? Nothing's like, changed. There's no new training. No. There, there's no... You know, I mean, the city of Minneapolis, right? The state just told them they had to hire 720 more cops. So mm. forget defund, yeah. Yeah. which was a bad idea anyway. Um, I mean, what's really changed? I mean, we brought awareness no, but, to it. And maybe we've changed some minds because of the but awareness. But here's the thing on, from but, the other side, a point of view about this is how I, and I've talked about this with my husband, you know, now everybody holds a camera. Everybody sees everything happening, and they're even holding their their phones up when there's nothing happening, just in case something will happen. It's quite annoying. It's quite annoying. But uh, I lost my thought. Yeah, <laughs> yeah especially on the disco. What are you course. talking about? Sorry, we were talking about police brutality and people holding their phones um, to observe everything that's so happening. It was around a very them. good point. I was about to make. Oh, oh well, I'm sure thought. it'll come back then. Go back to it. I'll, I'll try Morgan, to get us go back, back there. to it. Well, nothing's changed is what he said. Yeah, like, I mean, we brought awareness, and there are definitely minds that change, right? Yeah, which is good. In the process, what's really changed? Okay, I got it. (laughs) You know what hasn't changed, but it's very difficult, is we saw this week some other violent, some cops, like 12 cops attack one guy in, in prison or trying to escape by the elevator. There was a crowd of them kicking him and everything. And I don't, we didn't understand to see what we're seeing, but so the cops are losing it quickly. Uh, They're on short fuses. Short fuses, lost control. But it sounds like now we're asking the cops to get a psychology degree. Right. I mean, this cop that we know from back in the day to the cops today is different education. I'm sorry. And they, they need a better pay to get a degree in psychology as well. You need to think better as a cop, unfortunately. I'm not saying they're dumb. Wait, not a I'm degree. You mean a psychological demand? evaluation? No, degree. a degree. They need to know how to handle these guys, and they don't. It's yeah. not their fault. They weren't trained that right. way. And they seem with everything out there now, the psychotics, the this, the that, the, the, the craziness. Of the you know of the, the general the, public even yeah there's a lot of things that they do well but when they're tired and they work long hours because there's not enough of them in the big cities there's like Chicago there's so many oh, people killed man. per every every day <laughs> every weekend but it's I'm like, saying that's imagine the, Fox the news stress <laughs> you say I'm your wife you don't watch Fox News do you I'm a wife no and I send my husband to work every day he's a cop <laughs> it's it's stressing. In Chicago, for example, that's an example. And these cops are not paid well, really not. Their life is at stake every day. 
and they don't understand what they're going to face every day. Yeah. A lot of different people out there with mental uh, disease, issues. mental yeah. issues now that are out in the open. These people used to be locked up, you know, the, the guy with uh, bipolar disease or this or that. They don't understand this. They can't. They can't understand this. They're not trained. They're not psychologists. Hey, you, do you have bipolar? Oh, okay, I'll let you, I'll let you be. But no, they just react to their well, reaction. Yeah, but we know that the reaction to that reaction is always going to be the opposite extreme, which but it's doesn't violent. work. No, well, I know. I mean, that's hard to it. train, though, right? Because you're yeah. making a split second decision. decision. You don't get the. You don't have the advantage as a police officer to look at yourself and say. I have the all the advantage here. If things need to escalate, no, I have the gun. Always. I have the baton. It's, it's a it's weapon. a split second decision on nerves and tiredness and and yes, guess, there's a lot of monsters. It's a split second there. decision, but from what I've seen in the past, it seems as if the person in these controversial stories, the person's always. Oh, yes. There's subdued. Those. Yes, there's those. There's no, there's Sometimes. no need for split decision making when someone's shot dead subdued. on the ground. Or, yeah, but or, we're uh, just talking like everyday. Oh sure, everyday stuff. Policing, right? Absolutely, it's unpredictable. It accumulates. Yeah, it's, that's true. It, it accumulates just, for I mean, these cops. Imagine any everyone you interact with is back talking you. Yeah. And all oh, you're used to that, aren't you, Maury? Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> You'd make a great cop. <gasps> no. <laughs> No, thank you. I'll, if I can go straight to detective and do murders, dude, sure. I'd love to be a detective. Sure, oh, be, but, uh, that'd be so fun. But you got to get a degree. I wanted mm. to be a detective before. A scientist. Oh, did you? Yeah, I'll be a PI. Things, but a scientist can do that. But... You remember the show Cheaters? Yes, I would love to so be. Uh, no, I'd love to be a guy on Cheaters. Well, <laughs> that's not going to age well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I, you were <laughs> maybe i was <laughs> no i meant uh a private investigator somewhere. on cheaters the okay. guy who'd be in the car filming them everywhere oh, that guy? <laughs> i'd love to be yeah. that guy seems so fun <laughs> okay we'll we'll get off this topic in a second but this goes back to the discussion we were having even earlier where i'm uh, i was suggesting that other scientific um realms can sort of uh, mesh together and the same discussions can be had. I think this discussion we're having about the ugliness that's going out, out outside, it's part of, it's a big discussion, but tackling a big topic like that, since it's so big, allows you to create this, this large scope of conversation that you can take bits and pieces from then after, and you could say, oh, hey, when we have this talk about police brutality or this talk about politics in America, we can have this talk about family division. We can have this talk about friends disagreeing with each other or people making the wrong decisions in everyday life. And your sort point? of is that it's all integrated. It's all interlinked. And the conversation is the bridge to getting answers and resolutions. And in my humblest opinion, no, that's what people not. have not been doing you. enough. I have to pause you there. Mm, okay. Because a lot of solution, mm -hmm. uh, maybe because of what I do, is to let, let it be and step back. Of course. And let things take their course by Play out. fate. Yeah. Yeah. Play out. Yeah, that's the word. And oh, I've been told this is the way to go for several things. In my life, it's, well, just that's, it's not always. Oh, yeah, not always. Yeah. But I said there's times where you have to 
let it happen, yeah. the crisis, whatever it is, live through it, go to the bottom, and let it play out, like you say. And then... And then time will do its thing, and you'll have yeah. more knowledge and be better prepared to tackle it and eventually. because of social media, there's this excitement, and it gets... Ooh. Bigger and Social bigger. media is all data for me, Mom. And it's all... It's no, all data. It's so no, much it's, data on the psychological it's mind. chaos. No, that's chaos. Yeah. My yeah, opinion. I would agree. Would that it's chaos or it's data? Yes, it's I would agree. Chaos. It's chaos. data? Maybe, but it's Data chaos. is not that. Data is obtained the from work that you The neurological research that's being done from social media is unlike Anything that has Dude, ever been done in this world. Repeat what you just said. The neurological Listen research, the neurological research huh? that is being accomplished, huh? and the studies that are being done because of social media, because no, those are surveys. They're no, not scientific no, reports. Well, these are the ones you Read don't the hear scientific about. Scientific reports. <laughs> That's not the same. They come from reproducing an experiment six okay. times. And being reviewed by six editors. All right, I'm going to break the fourth wall a little bit here. The studies that are being released um, that say, hey, we brought 300 people into this room and 150 of them did this. Okay. Are those real or bloggers? Those, those are, are they published? real studies. Are they backed by a manuscript? Of course. Okay. That's real studies. Yeah. Abstracts. Is it Yes, absolutely. Oh, an abstract. abstract is just the, the four. The, I always, four. I told Morgan this. Okay, I Sasha told Morgan loves this. to read the abstracts, by the way. No, abstracts says nothing. You got to read know, the I'm, whole thing. I'm like, hey, did you read the That's rest a of shortcut. it? You got to read the whole thing. I told Morgan this early on. When I see a an article um, show up for me to read that's something I'm interested in, there's always the link to the journal or the original yeah, study that's PubMed, published, and I read it. Go it's not PubMed. always PubMed. Mm, not always. always go to PubMed. They're all there. It's not always if PubMed. If it's not on PubMed, it's not real. Jesus, that's biased. It's not real. <laughs> no, biased. it's not. It is officially uh, accepted by a journal of reputation. Okay. People are publishing crap out there that is untrue. You can write anything and put it on the web. Yeah. Hey, we did 300 people and we... Yeah, and, I was and, on and board we, with that. I was going to say those are lies. very careful now. There's a science going on now that's very cheap science because the, there's a new career that's taking up. It's statistician, okay? You know what they do? They get paid a fortune, much more than we do, the scientists, basic scientists. And they do research of association. So they have all sorts of data on their computer. Up two columns kind of go in the same trend. Oh, so shortcuts. One example, okay? They have the most Nobel Prize winner in Switzerland, and Switzerland is the country where they eat most chocolate. So somebody wrote a paper saying, "Chocolate. If you want to win a Nobel Prize." Go feed yourself with Swiss. Okay. Those aren't the kinds of scientific articles published. I read for. No, but I'm just in. saying you got to be careful with association research because they're so easy to put statistics together. Of course. And have your computer find an association and say that is relevant. Right. That's not relevant science. Oh, I agree. That's I'll, I'll end this conversation or this previous hour of topic with this statement. I was actually going to say a lot of the research from what's happened in the last year or two in the political realms or in COVID research or the way people's, uh, the way that people have reacted. Research. That's not research. That's reporting. 
There have been neurological studies for mask wearers um, versus non-mask wearers in, at in certain In one year? Times. Do you know it takes at least five years to do good research? Oh, really? And well, in one year, they, they've studied but the lungs. But you ran out and got the vaccine they after, studied the lungs and after six studied, months of research. That's right, because I believed it, and I was... I believe that it was better than to die of the COVID. Okay. I believe in that kind. That vaccine has been out. Not the vaccine, the technology for the vaccine, synthetic vaccine. Yeah, they, it's been out for 15 years. Mom, they were putting that vaccine that you guys got, um, Moderna no, and Pfizer, but, but they were putting it together vac- in January of 2020, that, that December of 2019. been out for 15 years. They only Absolutely. changed a little protein at the end. I know. That's all. But yeah. it's been out for 15 years, that technology. We're not That's why talk. all the scientists got it. I'm not here to vaccines. I'm sorry I mentioned it. Oh, we don't want to talk about That's how vaccines. all the people with good common sense just hey, But don't yeah, give me that, that stuff about putting masks on. And no, what I'm saying is the, the research and the studies that have been done on political affiliation versus reactions, it's a lot of data oh, yes. yeah. that I don't have to it's, watch the news because I know the data. But we know that. Yeah. But those are small examples. That's the kind of research that I like. That's the kind of studies That's of people that research. I like. That's it's just not. like there's fake news or fake research. It's not. I could do it myself. If I go into a Walmart and I ask every person without a mask, who'd you vote for in 2020? Huh. And you I, you know it's no. going to be split. You'll have it to will go. 100% be split. No, you'll have so. to go to a Walmart hmm? in another so? city and another You're state. You're a Trump supporter? No, but I'm wearing a mask. Okay. I'm unvaccinated. But I'm, I, I agree with Morgan here. You're, it's going to be split. It's okay. I knew you'd agree with Morgan on most of these discussions tonight. That's no, why I wanted to fine. have you here. No, we're not done no, yet. No, he agreed with me. No, now we're going to talk about everyday stuff and probably going to agree with Morgan there too. Yeah. <laughs> you guys carry – minds think you, alike. You guys carry about uh, – I don't even go. Right. Your day about? very similarly. It's very mm-hmm. routine. I get on both of you guys for arguably the same. I, don't, I would argue that my, even has my day is not routine. And neither am I. How do you know that? You've never been in my work. I, because you have a set time you wake up. You have oh, yeah. a set time you go to work. You have, like you have a set time you eat. You have a set time you go to sleep. But those are the major things you do as a human being. But you don't eat. I know. So does that make it routine? You don't eat? Well, I, don't need to I eat. Routine. I have a three-hour window of time. You're very that I predictable eat too. Yeah. Yeah. You're on a regimented schedule. Yeah. You are. I switch it up day to day. Right. I don't eat a twelve. Oh, I don't okay. eat six. I don't like. I don't have any. I don't like the set schedule that I do every no. day at a certain time. You're right. Okay, maybe I went a little too far in the routine thing. I'm not a factory worker. You like to to uh, look at yourself as a as an outlier, ex uh, exceptionalist, an outlier. Yes, an outlier. No, you'd be. No, I am an. No, I'm. No, an outlier. You'd be. (laughs) I'm stronger than that. What? Not stronger. Do you know the definition of an outlier? Well, yeah, I see. I'm an anti-conformist every day. That's the bottom line. That's right. And that's okay. Yeah. I don't know about that. Oh, you don't think I'm, oh, because I'm a consumer. You, you think <laughs> you're an anti-conformist, but really you conform a lot more than you think you Explain. do. Well, you're no different than 66% of the men who have divorced in the last, uh, perfect stat. Yeah. And I got served up by, uh, That's very and, and the woman initiated it and 85% of divorces are now initiated by women. I know. So you're part of the statistics. You're not different. How are you different? <laughs> How am I different? My processing of the entire situation, everything. 
how quickly I got over everything. How upsetting oh, that made people. Man, mm, I don't know that we want to talk about that no. here, but you're not over. Well, we're yet. talking about everyday life, right? Okay. Are we? Sure. Why not? She doesn't listen. To My ex-wife doesn't listen to the show. Oh, you'd be surprised. Well, she doesn't. Mm-hmm. She would only have listened to the show where I had the mystery she woman on, like in you. Your cell phone. She must listen to this. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's never been disclosed in the show, but interesting. <laughs> So what do you want to talk about everyday life? Let's shift from uh, Sasha's relationship status. No, I want to talk about the reason for living. Why we all live. Why are you living, Sasha? That's a subjective answer you're going to get from me. What do you, by what you do every day, Mm -hmm. your actions every day. You don't know what I do every day. Okay, I'll ask Morgan. (laughs) You think about it. Mm -hmm. No, I know. I'm not judging you. You ask him first. Okay, Morgan. What do you want from your life on this earth? What you look? Be as cynical as you always are. When you die there, (laughs) what do you say? You know, I'm glad I did this. Yeah, well, I just, I just accumulate experiences. I guess Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. what it's what it's about. Mm -hmm. Um, So some of that maybe travel, some of it's learning. That's gonna get my dreams drive me everywhere. (laughs) It's true. It's exhausting. I mean, I would love to retire on a beach at some point. Yeah, maybe. me too. Or, <laughs> or a lake. I'd, I'd settle for a lake house. I've been asking you to upgrade this equipment for two years. <laughs> we could probably use an upgrade and maybe we get there quicker. Make it live? To your retirement. Maybe. maybe. With collars? Mm, I don't know about yeah, that. I'll take, take some call. calls. We can, oh, we, can, we can do outbound <laughs> calls. I'm up for that. Yeah, like Dr. Yeah. Laura. Yeah. <laughs> That was stupid. No, actually, that's not bad because you're you're Mr. Cynical and I'm Mr. Sure. Optimistic, so sure. we can literally give them both sides. Yes, exactly. Both sides. <laughs> you yes. should leave your wife, says Morgan. Uh, I'm going to say, <laughs> yeah, you should leave your wife. And that- <laughs> How's that for even advice? Right? Oh, but Dr. Oro needs competition. There's no competition out there in the sense like uh, y- you need to her demographics ninety percent women though. But she's extremely no with not easy anymore. questions. Not anymore. They're easy questions. I've heard them. You know, no, what? but there's interesting ones. Sure, there are some. There's repetitive ones. questions. Yeah. But you need another opinion on the radio that contradicts her sometimes. Yeah. Like, Competition. She's not the end of it all, and I just sometimes wish I could call her, but if she doesn't like what you say, she'll hang up on you. <laughs> We would never do that. <laughs> no, we no probably not. We'd have something different to say. Sure. But you have to make me part of your show. Oh, well, wait a second. We got to see how this episode As turns out. As the most wise no. old person. Eh, let's not uh, go all the way there. Okay, so to continue. Because back to uh, wisdom. No, to continue what he was talking about, Morgan, mm-hmm. about his life. Wisdom, I agree. Wisdom Experience. and learning. No, no, he didn't say that. See, you heard. You heard. I did Experience. say learning. Learning. Learning's part Experience. of it. Absolutely. You Experiences. Can't ex- you're not you done said. learning. No. No, you learn every Learning day. transitions into like actually applying what you've learned, yeah. so that you can provide wisdom later on. I don't does. know that you can do it all interchangeably. Why not? Because just like just like your your mom this evening did the thing with the cicada eaters right that's yeah. learning that's learning but nobody cares to know that but for that, improvement it's of those their life. little no. things that are so interesting it's are so you interesting. kidding me what how did why is it made like that it's fascinating so 
the little things. You go strive for the beginning of the universe when there's so many little things around you that are so interesting to I'm know. I'm not oblivious to those either. No, you go too far fetch sometimes. You go too far for the bigger things when next to you, the little things are so important. And you you should know that because you have a little girl. The little change every day you've mm-hmm. seen since she's oh, yeah. born. You've noticed. Sure. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So when a 60-year-old finds out why this insect kills cicadas, who I think when there's too many of them are annoying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy there's a few cicada killers. Yeah. Well, I think it's fascinating that I know a little one more thing that day. A lot of other things I learned at work, but that was a day digging a hole for a trunk, and I learned something. That's fantastic. Being full of mud. Fantastic. It's good. It's good. It brings you forward. Yeah. It's life. It's actually literally life of an insect. What is that insect? Boy, you really are into the whole cicada killer thing that you discovered no, today. It's an example today. It's, an, it's just a story yeah. that happened today, but tomorrow will be another story and so on. Sure. Every day, right? Yeah. It's, There's a story learned. Those little things that will catch my eye or whatever, and the next thing I'm known, I've spent two hours researching or reading about. There you go. About that thing. I love that. I, yeah. I bet I do that three or four times a week on some subject. That's why I usually have a little bit of knowledge on well, everything. we have a lot in common. Sure. So at work, <laughs> I do the same. I I go on subject, I'll search, make a folder, and that's my weekly reading. Something new that mm-hmm. I read about. You do that too. You do. You read books though. I read books. Yeah. Right? So and you articles. Do that too. Articles, yeah. so books. So you learn every day, every week. Hmm. That's yeah. uh, okay. I don't want to sound uh, like an outlier here. A lot of the stuff I read is not necessarily for knowledge, it's for confirmation. It's for. Someone else's See, perspective. I don't like reading for confirmation. I find it very boring. Like I was telling you, read a book, and you feel like I. I but know I don't this. handpick it's the just books. Written differently. So let me tell you how I read. I hate I, confirmation. I don't, I don't go to Amazon and scan through the top 100 bestsellers and say, oh, "I want to read this one because it's got this many reviews." I literally find books that catch my eye. Or mm-hmm. I'll flip to the table of contents and see what it's talking but about. But you like to confirm what you think. But I don't know that in advance. I don't know that in advance of. I don't go you looking. Appreciate it at you the may. End. I mean, they all have titles. What do you mean you don't yeah. know in advance? Okay. You kind of read a bit before the you baseline. Get it. I'll know the title, but don't judge a book by its cover. Is a saying for a reason well, because you don't yeah, necessarily that's know more the about three, four hundred. Sometimes. Oh books. come on! But but it comes the the. Adage comes from not judging the book by its cover. Okay. So I can look at the cover and the table of contents and the 350 pages. I can learn a lot, but at the same time, it can be stuff that I've already read previously or that I've heard via conversation. I learn a lot through conversations. I learn a lot through speaking with people. I don't, I don't gain wisdom from speaking. Did you hear what he said? Uh-huh. Not listening. Why listen? Speaking. No, speaking you said with speaking. Pe- speaking with people is a, that's back people. and forth. Yeah, absolutely. That conversation Com- is different. Yeah. Oh, I listen. I uh, yeah, I, I wrote an article for this guy right here about active listening. Uh-huh. And really? I put, you did? Yeah, I put it together with my expertise Do you in the field. It? 
I do. Oh, really? Here's the thing. <laughs> With whom? <Yourself>? Myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a big part of it. I'm going to spend every waking moment with myself. No, when I'm laying down, when I'm He's reading. When I'm reading a book from an author who I don't know what the author sounds like, guess whose voice I hear the words in? When you read silently, Mom, and you don't know who the author sounds like, and you still hear the voice in your head as you're reading the book, whose voice is it in? I don't read for myself. I do. What did he say? Like he's seeking confirmation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that for? You're always seeking. Well, that's a good thing. If that's all you're seeking, then that's all you're going to get, right? What you should be seeking is opposition. Well, I get that with conversations with you. I know. I'm trying. I don't need to read a book on that. (laughs) You try, but he's not the just it. I know he's not the opposition, but he's not the only person that I've had discussions with to where I'm presented with someone who doesn't necessarily see eye to eye with my perspective. I'm very open-minded at the end of the day. it's not always to not see eye to eye. You can conversate with somebody who sees uh, similar thoughts and uh, elaborate further. And Ooh, further. that gets a little different. That gets into the soulmate talk. So a couple of weeks ago, uh, Morgan, when I had my soulmate on the show, <laughs> right. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, you're not. Maybe I don't know. We'll, we'll let. I'll step back and we'll let time figure that one out. Um, you should just move on. <laughs> but anyway, uh, when we were discussing soulmates, you raised the topic of like it'd be weird to have. Everybody who's destined for one another within like a 40 mile radius. Or yeah. whatever. I feel the same way about people you're meant to engage in meaningful conversations with. I love the fact that I met Morgan seven years ago and this is where we're at seven years later. But I mean, here, here I have access to you on a daily basis if I want. And we, this is the first time we've had this style of conversation in seven years. That's not We've had conversations about important things, but we don't take advantage of them with the people that we have access to day in, day out, or week in, week out even. You kind of, it's spontaneous in many ways. You have these talks in college, you have these talks at work, but they don't, um, they're, they're infrequent. And I think the frequency of them is what's important because we do this on a weekly basis. And the topics that we're at, the understanding of one another to where we're at on these topics, the growth of the topics that from where we started to where we're at now, the fact that we keep picking up, it is literally meandering, but we've been meandering since episode one. <laughs> and so the river is like way down now. We're getting close to the ocean. We're going to have to change the name of the show to like, I don't know. A bigger body of water, Uh, (laughs) something terrible and cheesy. That's terrible. We won't change it to that. But the onset of this program was we start with a conversation, and by the end of the entire, all the episodes we ever do, you'll be able to press play at the start and listen to it for like 10,000 hours all the way to the end, and it will sound like one conversation. That is what I mean. Some of the conversations that you have with people, they're very abrupt. They don't really pick up where they left off. You have to recover stuff. You have to retrace. You have to not small if talk it's again. People you have a connection. Yeah, with. that's not true. We no. have small talk as a family every week, and you no, know a connection. You got to bite your tongue. Meaning, you continue every day. We we see ourselves once a week, and it's interrupted by having fun playing. We don't have this type of conversation, and it's always usually one way. <laughs> <laughs> but I met with other people. So this is good that you invite people on your show. 
But then social because, media would be a beautiful thing. Because you do meander more. Every, social media, there's a lot of fakeness, right? It's This is what be. I want my life to be seen as by others, right? Can be. Yeah. You know but I talked to Marianne it? Williamson on social media, Mom. I know. But you know how you just described <laughs> that all your meandering yeah. brings down to one and then this, you know, it's getting straight? Yes. Well, you should put a rock in the middle of your river like me or any, anybody else more often. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes the meander going on. You two know each other so much. We do. That to you want to avoid re- repetition. Yeah. Oh, sure. And that's yeah. hard to do sometimes. It is. Coming back so, to the same topics. But some yes, of the topics yes, we're yes. discussing are still unanswered. And they are, yeah. but, but we don't necessarily move them forward every time. Right. Well, we could with like the talk of aliens, we could get Yeah, we could. We could get further and further we with can. that. No, but if we it's always to. the same two brains. Opinions? Yeah. Brains. But you you've learned every week, so you have more to bring to the table. But putting a rock in the middle or a piece of wood will deviate <laughs> conversation back and forth on you. Sure. You know, but you should do that more often having guests. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing it a lot. I agree with the observation that you know sometimes with the people closest to us, we don't necessarily have long conversations about life. No, we don't. Isn't that weird? And that should happen more often. It should because we wait till. And I was reading about that not in your book, but in another book that we we in life, even me, I'm guilty of that. Listen to older people too late when. Their right. memory fails and all that, but they have so much to say. But at your age, when I was your age, I uh, I should have listened to my dad more, you know, and then he passed. Mm-hmm. And I should have listened to his stories, what he had to say, because he had a lot to say. But I didn't take the time. This would have been a great format if we had it. Podcasting? Or, or something like well, You had like radio this. shows. No, to listen, to have a conversation uh the family, we got together, but we played cards. Everybody talks together at the same Drinking, time. Yeah. But, but a conversation about life subjects, um, I think, is healthy yeah. for the mind. It is. And it should happen more often uh, amongst friends, families, coworkers, and even the, the format of our lab meetings. Now you're giving me this idea. Well, that's what we Instead like of presenting your data like this, we should have more exchange of other than just the graph I'm showing, you know, right. Right. Should be, uh, I have to bring this up to my boss or something, but you know, well, this is how I feel about college and the education system in general. In many ways, it's one person projecting teacher. and the rest of the crowd is listening, wrong. which, you, you know, there's some of that that has to occur, but yeah. the best experiences I had in college were when we were allowed to, you know, speak yeah. back. Yeah. With the professor, my, my not, favorite teacher. They should almost biology was just like that. They should almost limit the class size in college, but they can't do it because it's financially driven and it's lucrative to have you know lecture halls with two hundred students That's in them ridiculous. and one well, person talking center stage. Yeah, well, with online learning though, this that might that now. might change the yeah, dynamic a little now. bit. I would hope so, but it's it's not like the universities are going to go away, and it's not like people are going to oh, stop going. Oh, to them. with COVID, I tell you, they're not, I don't know the other thing they're coming back. I have seen the UTA is not come back. I've seen UTA billboards driving on the highway saying, come back, COVID is done. Yeah, come back 2021. Well, uh, you know, I'm I'm aware of someone's daughter who graduated this year and she was valedictorian and um, couldn't get into, like had everything to get into an Ivy League school and couldn't get there. 
Really? Because of influx of yeah, because of all the people uh, you know going through all the admissions. Yeah, because so, they're a year delayed, right? Yeah, so I mean, you have a bunch of people who were supposed to start last year who have had to wait. And there's there's a large amount of folks that probably were accepted <clears throat> in 2020, opted not to go, and now they're on the list beforehand. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so you know, company I work for got bought out last year anyway one of the new things they do with all the meetings. well we have a lot of meetings now but most of the bigger meetings all start off with what they call a segue where you're just talking about what you did on the weekend or what you did this week or something yeah it's maybe not super personal but it's personalized enough to where there's it's more conversational to kind of european company no um nope it's It's a u.s company california-based blue state yeah well Uh well and it's and they're working off of a system called eos i think i can't Uh tell you what that stands for off the top of my head but anyway and even when we have like our monthly um leadership meetings it's all we call they call it check-in there we were talking about things that have happened in the last month or whatever where it's trying to guess build a better connection than just like you're saying here's the here's the stuff we need to go through in the meeting and it's interesting that they use terminology that's sort of supposed to not trick the brain but uh tell the brain that it's like not your typical work style like a segue check-in even though that's kind of cute because you guys are in the hospitality industry too so that's terminology from like that business right so it's strange but it uh it does work yeah no, so I when when, when you let someone go, it's yeah, we check out. We do one on ones monthly. So <laughs> oh, I, like my boss monthly. Monthly. So, like, I, yeah. so my boss, and that's usually not necessarily work related that whole time. Uh, Part of it, they want to talk to you about where do you want to go and what do you want to learn. Like I, I'm, I've got like three things lined up that I'm going to take classes on. Fascinating. To either get certifications or just get more knowledge. I should go wrap up my semester, get my psych degree, and then get you guys to hire me as the office psychologist yeah, with my papers so that we why can introduce you? a new role there in the office, yeah, which would be would, like the local. And then Morgan, get, Morgan, step into my office. Uh, and then I'll disrespect you. <laughs> Morgan, tell me how your week went. Uh, do, you, do you have your car fixed yet? Is it from the shop? No. This will be in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> like four Mor- months Morgan's later. car, his poor car, his wife uh, took it out for a joyride one random <laughs> evening in the middle of the night. First time ever she'd driven your car, right? Without me, with her, yes. Yeah. Drove it in the country. Uh, or, or Yeah, she was visiting a friend yeah. a little bit south of town. And got hit um, a oh, feral hog, right? Yep, feral hog. A hog. And his car, like your kitchen, took uh, 10 <laughs> months to get done. And um, he's still waiting on it, poor oh, guy. Really? Yeah. But that's insurance based, right? Yes. And you're leaving them. We can put uh, Progressive on blast. You're no longer going to be a Progressive no. customer. Unless they've paid oh, my deductible wow. and all that good stuff. Fantastic. They can wow. save the day, but I don't know if they will. Poor or not. hog. Oh, the poor, <laughs> poor car, dude. <laughs> I don't think it killed the hog. Oh no. I don't think so because wow. he wasn't. Oh. He wasn't dead. My mom's had several car issues in her lifetime here. No, you had one recently. Your car stopped dead on the highway. Oh, yeah. Just yeah a terrible day. On a hot day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was the cooling hose. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not a good time for your, your engine to overheat. overheat. <laughs> and wait for the tow truck to come rescue you. Ah. It was 102 degrees or something like that in Texas. Yeah. 
And you, Sasha, either? You, no, I haven't had car issues. Well, I mean, I've got a flat tire on my second vehicle. It's just your, sitting your there. white... Uh, a white van. No, the white car there. Sedan. What was it called? Nice oh, the Altima. Yeah. Oh, that was a rainy night. I'm driving back from a casino. Morgan knows the story. And yeah. I wrapped it around a little highway, uh, me- not a median, but uh, one of the things. Ran away with Mark. Huh? No, <laughs> In the wrong, rain. Wrong friend. But uh, that's why we don't. That's why we. I shouldn't let you tell my personal stories here. Because it's misinformation <laughs> yeah. city. We yeah, it was, a buddy, it was a gambling buddy of mine that I went with. Yeah. You, you You'll know his name, but I'm not going to mention him on the show. It doesn't make any sense. Anyways, let me edit all this out. That was a nice car. Um, It was a nice car. People wrecked their vehicles. Oh, yeah. One car he had. The white car before that. Oh, the Plymouth Breeze. He refused to put oil and the oil changed till the engine. Until the end. Froze. And the engine locked up on me. It was a... a It was a Dodge Stratus. <laughs> Morgan, it was a matter. Dodge Stratus. It was only three or four years old. And this is in the days of when the oil light comes on. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, I sh- I got like oh, a I've month or two. To go. <laughs> but the oil light came on and like two days later, just dead stop driving home. And I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> the oil light just came on. So maybe it was an electrical, there was an no, electronic no. component issue as well, simultaneous. Now, I didn't ignore an oil light oil. for eight months. So I didn't think the engine was going to go out. But yeah, but I this ruined is that. coming car. from the guy who keeps his uh, fuel Again, my level mom. below the quarter all the time. <laughs> she, does, she hasn't been in a vehicle of mine in 10 years. But uh, I can't so fit. There's too much no. stuff in the yeah, car. Yeah, he's like a $10. When he goes to the gas station, he doesn't fill up it's his car. He just gets bucks. 10 bucks. Yeah. I put, bucks. 12, I, I put 12 in today. 12. <laughs> 12. I fill up each and so, Actually, I'm right there with you. I fill up every time. I go. Sometimes yeah. if I like buy a drink and it's $2.87, I'll do the math to round up to an even number. <laughs> So I'll say, ah, give me seven thirteen on pump, uh, pump ten, <laughs> just just so it's an even ten dollars. No, but it makes sense in my head to do these things. I don't want to see bank. Head. No, it makes sense in my head. And me, it makes no difference. I just want to fill it up and have right. gas for ten days. I don't days. want to stop every other day. So, no, it's annoying. Here's a hard question: What if some of the things that, and I'll pose this to both of you, what if some of the things that make sense in my head? Just make sense, like in general. What if, what if over time, well, it's both. It's a comment and it's a question. Is it okay if like someone's approach to doing particular things, even if they're just small things, you can observe over time and say, oh, you know, that makes sense. Diet, for example, is one of them. I'm not saying my diet makes sense for anyone out there at all, but what if over time, Intermittent fasting, for example, what if notching it down to like three or four hours a day to where we eat the concentration of our meals and it actually does prove that it's has beneficial um, results and nutrition goes through the roof because of it, as opposed to the whole propaganda driven three meals a day, 2000 calories a day, all this crap that's been shoveled down the older generation's throat since the Edward Bernays propaganda days. What if it shifts and it's like, hey, uh, my body really likes eating four hours a day from three to seven. And then I go to sleep at 10 on an empty stomach. My digestive system's working naturally. I haven't just eaten a bunch of crap at 9.55 that it's overworking while I'm asleep because we talked about that uh, science, a real scientific oh, study. You want to know a real, science real about scientific that? study. 
the real science? Yeah, you're, the real science right is on, if you so. eat late in the evening, you are more prone. Your immune system is actually exactly. weakened. Yes. But that that came from one of my articles that doesn't exist, Mom. No. These are the types of things that I read. I read that on Don't worry, PubMed. they can't see my facial expression. I read that on PubMed. <laughs> you read it on PubMed. I read the article The worst myself. thing you could have told me is that you read it on PubMed. I read, the I read it on Twitter. I read it on Twitter. No, <sighs> but it's funny you say, but I think I have the folder in my backpack. Oh, it's, yeah? Is it's part of the... It's uh, very true, isn't it? No, it's very true. I can show it so, to you. No, so back to the bigger question. Is it okay for someone to be pioneering things that... I'm not saying I am. But is it okay for someone to test things to pioneer and say, hey, this makes more sense than the way these Neanderthals have been doing it? No, but that's a judgment you're making. Do what you want for yourself. It's your life. But don't say that the rest of the world or the rest of the whoever. Uh, I made it clear. I wasn't trying to say that. I'm just uh, saying, is it okay? All along. It's but okay. is it okay it's that okay. eventually, eventually, like some of the ideas that some individuals have, because I think that the world is pushed forward by I individuals. I don't think that what you do and why you do it is I wanna, the way everybody should do I it. I want to remove myself particularly from this conversation. I'm just using it as an example. I'm saying, is it okay for individuals to set the pace to the bigger picture? It's always been that way. It's, it's never been the group. It's never been majority rules because majority typically gets shit wrong. Not necessarily. Yes. There's usually a consensus. Yeah. A consensus, but yes. a consensus could be like five people. No. <laughs> sure. We've talked about this, the secret but, the secret societies that ran the world in the 15th centuries or the 14th, or not ran the world, but ran the, um, well, the, the apostle, rollout of the, the way things were going. The apostles were only, what, 12? And yeah. they did a lot. Yeah. Could be argued in both directions. Good, well, they, good they and bad. They wrote a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Guys. They, they interpreted it. a lot of so stuff. 12 people who are, can be very powerful. They That's interpreted a lot of stuff. They wrote a lot of good things. They interpreted a lot of stuff. Yeah. Interpretation isn't always accurate. No, but we're just on the point that a few people can yes. do a lot. Can, yeah. Yes, yeah, you're can. never going to get the whole mob to get together and agree on something. But isn't how important is you? So, what does unity consist of then? When does unity like become a thing? Is it uh, with when you got unity, like unity? Well, how far are you thinking? Why does unity? there have to be unity? There has yeah. to be unity. Why? Well, can't be. Okay, so like at this, let's use this uh, show for an example. When we have three people, it's easy for us to all sync up um, and sort of get on the same wavelength and have a fluid conversation. It's easy tonight. It's easy when Miguel's here. It's easy when we have other people, too. But if you add a fourth person, it gets very difficult. Um, well, we've only done that once. once and it was because it was twice. It was because it was difficult. We did it with my brother and Miguel, oh, we and we did it with Chris and Miguel. Oh, and we did it with uh, Maggie and, and Heather. Heather. And I didn't think it, I don't think it was that difficult. It's difficult to balance everyone's time. Yeah. And they're... Well, I mean, you're on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to... I mean, it's just me and you talking. It's I'm not 50-50. It's... Statistically, the research shows it's about 65-35. <laughs> but that's okay. I react to a lot of the points that you come up with. And tonight, you don't have your laptop. Your, uh, your superpower. It's not my superpower. <laughs> yeah, I'm bookmarking PubMed. For you. So, uh, before yeah. I forget, cause I'm old. Unity changes things in my book. When you get, um, consensus, like Morgan was suggesting, things can actually move forward. 
at a much steadier rate than, say, the individual saying, hey, you do this diet, you guys. You do it, mom. You'll see. You do it, Morgan. You'll see. If Morgan just does it eventually and then he comes back and he says, hey, you remember that diet, man, that you did or the intermittent fasting? I actually gave it a shot and it works. Unity. And if you do it, unity. But this can go across the board of all topics. So at what point in the bigger picture of what's going on in the world, unity is necessary to get over some of these hurdles. So with 7 billion people on this planet, what's the threshold for unity? Is what I'm suggesting because that's the only way some of these issues ever get. Yeah, it's never gonna happen. No. What if aliens can can accelerate it? We well, talk about this. It, it all would, time. It, you have to eliminate the part of the population that's not unified. That's, that's quote unquote not unified. Or what if they're wrong? Well, how do you know they're wrong? The aliens I mean, would. Not necessarily. No, not necessarily. You, you don't think that. aliens have access to a higher level of consciousness and understanding? Yes, they do. But they, they, they're the ones who know that there's no unity here. There, it can't be unity. So wouldn't they encourage throughout. it? They wouldn't encourage it? Well, no, would, they, wouldn't things get stale if everybody was unified in their belief? Well, we talked about this too. Yeah. Unity over the stuff that we've been dwelling on for de facto Even amount then, of time. wouldn't things get stale? No, because you'd have, we don't know what you'd have access to as far as experience and consciousness is concerned. Do you think you're maximum? I think we do. You think your maximum level of consciousness is like realized on a day-to-day basis? We just got done talking about how much you learn and how much you new experiences there are waiting for you. Guess what? That's that's your consciousness. That's your understanding of the world around you. And you guys have admitted, even at your tender ages of sixty and forty-seven, that you're learning exponential amounts of things on a day-to-day basis. That's your brain no, opening up. We, you didn't ask me about life. <laughs> no, you talked about your life. Mm-hmm. You talked about what you talk about. Yeah, so let's talk. You're you're the guest. Because you brought up something just now Mm -hmm. that made me think on the unity, the uniform language at the end of it all, at the end of a lot of books. Some people say math. At the end of a lot of books, a lot of studies, a lot of religion, every religion actually, and I'm sure the alien riding around the universe if he comes to visit. Science and religion need to unite. No, bottom line is, and you can argue with me, you can say, but it's about love. Love for your human fellow in our case, and love for your planet in our case. (laughs) Then we're definitely not going anywhere with these two things. But really, no, bottom line to everything Mm -hmm. is love of your family love of your wife, love of your children. It matters. It's the only thing at the end that matters. Love of what you do for a living and love of what you, you know, want, you know, you when you die, it's, it's did you give enough love to hmm. all what you've done? Did you give enough love? Did you give enough of yourself? And I don't mean by love, by romance. Oh, no, no, I understand. Like it's about loving Commitment. your life and and loving the life on this earth and respecting you know what you have been given what what you bless oh, gratitude gratitude but but also loving in the good way 
you have to if you're gonna love you love for real you don't well isn't that subjective no well yeah because you have a subjective interpretation of what love means unless you have the universal definition okay but a lot of grandparents will say you know i wish i could have skipped a grandparenting (laughs) because grandparenting is because grandparenting is such a a heartwarming experience such a rewarding experience yes but it's only a reward only when you're a grandparent but it's a reward because of everything that you've been through in between because you know your life is going on the downside now with all the diseases Mm -hmm. but you see a new life coming after you and you you don't have a, to be a grandparent to experience that. No, you see it as a parent. But when you're a grandparent, you see it coming faster. Trust me, at okay. high speed. But it could be for something you do in life that you love doing and that you do it with passion. We discussed this. He loves his cats. I heard him say <laughs> he loves his cats, Yeah, right? absolutely. But uh, Should have been imagine a vet. if he... No, but, you know, you've... To have so many cats, you you really love, love cats and and, and have patience. When he gets yeah. home, they come to him, and I'm sure they rub themselves all over you, and that matters. You know, you have to have that connection with the connection. With yeah, people or animals or something. People who don't have any connection, <laughs> it makes me wonder why do they. Why, right. Why did they bother exist? No, they go into drinking. Uh, drugs. Now we're getting they disconnect. Bias. No, they have disconnects. A lot of this is when you can't connect, Sasha. Mm-hmm. You go for disconnect. That's that's the. Drug. A lot of people are using alcohol. drugs now to connect. The whole psychedelic realm of drugs. Well, that's to mm. connect with what? Well, mm-hmm. that's what they're trying they're to figure out. That, that, that's it. That's chaos. They're trying to connect with chaos. That's not connecting with reality. I don't know, Mom. There's there's things in uh, the uh, in the mycology studies yeah. versus and microdosing and LSD and I stuff heard. like that that yeah, actually they, has yeah, been but proven. They connect with something that's not real. It's <laughs> it's chaos in their in this their is so hallucinations. But this is so one one dimensional thinking, in my opinion. No, it's not. It is because well, think about it. In forty years. You won't, unfortunately, well, you won't live to, well, you could live to be 100. Okay, so 60 years. Uh, well, you could, you could reverse aging. Yes. You could have clotho uh, protein. Right, never know. Huh? In 100 years. I'll start sniffing it tomorrow. In 100 years, if microdosing LSD uh, has resulted in people loving their jobs more and connecting with their work more because it's. It's why on the verge of that. that? No, it's not on the verge of that yet. Well, it is. It's, but you got to read. what you're reading. Yeah, if you read that research instead no. of the research that's in your funnel, your no. funnel, your track. You're, you're reading research on on whatever. everything. No, this kind of research is not for real. A micro dosing psychedelics is real research. No, what they're doing you said it at about, UT Austin. Yes, that I I read about it and I heard about it. But what mm-hmm. you projected on the fact that in 20 years they'll make you. Be a better at your No, work. they're doing that now. This goes back to the conversation of the, the people in the crowd that want a reason to hop in and have a story. It's the same thing with drugs. It's the same thing with abuse of drugs as well. You've got people who may need Adderall to connect with their day-to-day a little bit more than they were connecting it with before. But now you can have someone walk in a doctor's office and say, you know, I'm, I, I'm not enjoying my job. 
or I'm struggling no, in school. It's not that easy. It is that easy. There's, there's bad doctors, but it's not that easy. It is that easy. It's very monitored. It's well, it's that easier. Otherwise, 40 million people wouldn't be prescribed be. Adderall on a yearly basis. It's easier than it used to be, but it's because a lot of people needed it. I needed. I would have needed it in college. I would have done much better, and probably would have got my PhD, my freaking PhD, <laughs> had I had focus. But I was distracted. But um, there's reasons why people take Adderall. It's not only for focus and ADD. There's other reasons. Yeah. But um, but people who I take psychedelics, see- it, it couldn't be. There couldn't be good reasons for them, right? I can't agree with that. I'd have to read more know. about it. Huh? I don't know. Maybe creatively, maybe, yeah, maybe. In, like in very specific fields, but for the guy yeah. who's just a well, regular office What about people suffering no? from depression? Adderall is good enough. I don't know that LSD would, would make you feel better it is why it's mm. in the long term. Okay. I hear a lot of bias from the Adderall uh, thing. Like Adderall doesn't solve depression. Doesn't solve it, but depressed people suffer from not being able to focus because they're always focusing on. I thought it was just serotonin production. No, no, actually, there's more to it. And Adderall helps depressed people to focus because it's one thing, look it up, that Mm. depressed people have is they have a problem focusing. So they can't work. What you're going to do, you lie down on your bed because you can't focus. They seem, them get I don't up. want this to sound harsh, but they it, focus on their depression quite no, easily. It helps or, them get out of bed and get going and doing something instead of going in bed and just being depressed. Okay. What were you going to say, Maureen? I say maybe it helps them to not focus. It feels like sometimes uh, someone who's depressed focuses on the negative, like yeah. severely it's like it. the, the life situation or whatever. They're How just so get focused up and on do it. something yeah. else? And focus on your bed and yeah. nothing. But shouldn't there be so many ways other than drugs to take care of that? No, it's a disease. Right. Well, it's, it's body disorder. chemistry at the yeah. end of the day, right? And yeah. so one of the ways you're going to have to solve body chemistry is with chemistry. With, chem- so. with chemistry. Forcibly. Right. Yeah. Maybe. That's how it works. Okay. So that's let's go back to. About. I'm going to segue. Forcibly is weird. I know, but I'm going to segue. But to try to the forces. Something to happen. It, it sure. elicits a behavior. Well, maybe your body doesn't produce something, and you need it yeah, to right. add it externally. Right. So why can't we have the or bigger talk? Too much of something. Morgan and I have this bigger talk about aliens, and I'm going to tie it in here. Okay. Morgan doesn't like the idea that um, aliens could forcibly change the human condition to improve it to its next evolutionary stage, based on the fact that they would have observed things may not happen naturally for quite some time if we just let them figure it out for themselves. So accelerating the progress, even if it's just in a consensus-like population or a a population that can move the larger whole forward, he doesn't like the idea that aliens could impact the progression of humanity. Because he thinks it... I don't know that... That's maybe really not categorizing, it. categorizing okay. it right way, right? Like if you're talking ancient alien theory, that's exactly what they say aliens do, right? Yes. When Leonardo da Vinci disappeared mm-hmm. for whatever a year mm-hmm. in a cave or something goofy like that. Or, it was aliens. Right. Or even yeah, the maybe. Anunnakian theories that they forced, like the introduction of mathematics or even uh, 
clay pottery, putting together stuff to make buildings sure. and all of the, the yeah. arts and the culture and the Mesopotamian lines. Yeah. All that good stuff. Right. Yes. But if they, if everybody is aware that they're here, mm-hmm. no, you can't, you're not going to get, be able to get everybody to be but on what's the same our, page. What's our equivalent in this day and age in 2021? What's our equivalent to, you know, Nazca lines or mathematics or physics. If aliens did return or Anunnaki and, civilizations return or whatever the equivalent is nowadays, what would they be ushering in moving forward? Would it just strictly be technology or maybe it would be no. internalized? It would be internalized. Consciousness. It would be, yes. It would be developing the brain further. Okay. I think. And I hate to sound old again and senior, but it would be to, they would do something to make us realize that, we have to take care of our planet better and ourselves. I said this last week. Did you listen better. to the show last week? No. I'm good. And I think uh, more human. I mean, my job, I do it not for money, for example. I, it's altruistic reason. And I think, and I always think since I'm a little girl, I believe the alien, since I'm a little girl. And I always thought that aliens would come and give me one message. Is do it for another reason than for yourself. Do it for, you know, all, the whole of humankind, even if it takes you 10 years to do one good discovery. Well, a lot we of will the, appreciate it. A lot of the most famous scientists never lived to see their true, like, work and research and all their yeah, efforts. Yeah, but you don't think realized. Einstein figured out everything he did. Yeah, but we're still without confirming. the help of some. But we're still confirming some, some of his dreams or some thoughts that came from outer, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Creation. Well, no, they he came from his consciousness. Well, from his understanding of the world. I don't think there's uh, one human being who could have discovered so much of a one star, one science, and so little time. He theorized on a lot. Well, we're still proving. Right. Well, we're still confirming. Right a lot. Yes. So it's like what you were talking about before. I, you know, um, Leonardo da Vinci said yeah, he disappeared like, for same like a thing. Year it's like um, there's been interventions. Yeah. And you wish you'd be the lucky one, but <laughs> right. that's what we call intuition. And uh, it's one thing at work that. Uh, for example, some people can have a lot of degrees and you're sitting next to them and the boss is talking about something and drawing on the board. We still draw on boards, but they're not chalkboards. But <laughs> and he's drawing and the guy with the degrees won't figure it out, but you have intuition. Right. And for some reason, just where it comes out from all what you read, bit of here and there or anything, you just come out with it. And you say, well, that's what should happen, right? And um, a lot of people have serious intuition, good intuition. And that accounts for a lot of creations and developments. Prognosticating. Well, she called it that, but intuition is very powerful. But where does it come from? Mm -hmm. Where does intuition come from? Since you know, <laughs> That's a good I'm question. 11 years old, and my sixth grade teachers, I answered a question like that mm-hmm. in front of everybody. Wisdom and is my answer. Somebody said, "Oh, she's so smart." He said, "No, no, she has intuition." It's that was intuition. So where does it come from? You know, I always wonder. 
confirmed have a wisdom. Confirmed knowledge. Might be experience. I feel I do. Do you feel intuition? Yeah. I do feel intuitive. And but Morgan's yeah, right. From time to time. I think we're all certain subjects. I'm yeah, I definitely think we're, intuitive. We're all right in this regard. But surprising, it's a like mix. You surprise yourself. Yeah. You know, where did that come from? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like he's suggesting, experience is a big deal. Confirmation is my answer. I think you need to confirm some of your quietly kept intuitions about things and not speak them to anybody. Not get them out. And there's a lot of stuff I haven't disclosed to either of you or anyone in my life that I just silently just sit back and watch and say, oh, I was intuitive about that to myself. That means I can quietly confirm this for now, but I'll still allow more time. I think that's what some of the scientists need to do in their fields of research, just according to the scientific method, that's what no, they actually, do. Uh, they hypothesize. I, I have to stop you here. Oh, go ahead. It's opposite. Oh, yeah. Because a boss like mine, mm -hmm. he only wants things that comes out of data. Okay, mm -hmm. but if it's intuitive and it jumps ahead of too fast, mm -hmm. it'll stop you. So in that case, you have to hold back, like you just said. Uh -huh. You have to hold back. Eesh. But there's those PIs that um, let you be intuitive. PIs? What do you mean, PIs? Private investigators, huh? actually. Why are we on science? Where we're science. jumping all over? We the call place. them private investigators. This is oh really? Yeah. That's fascinating. Uh, and here's the thing. You mean private researchers and yeah, stuff yeah. like that? Okay. PIs, they're PIs. And you didn't know that. Huh? I did. So some of them let you go like that. And I think those labs advance faster mm -hmm. they did. than just data because they take chances. Yeah. Right. You have to take chances, right? Yeah. Rogue intellectuals are yeah. the answer in the like freelance well, uh, thinking. Too, you know, artists. Artists, yeah. Artists, huh? do artists spend enough time re, like studying themselves? Probably. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Or do they, well, how many of them? They let go. <laughs> yeah, but so many of them are subjected to like uh, the audience's interpretation of their work too. I find that dangerous quite often. I mean, I can't speak for them all. One might argue that they don't even pay attention to it. Well, or get to interact with it. And, you know. Even in a social media era? Maybe, but that's a, I don't, I don't know. It's a little different than like, I think a it's major the, artists doing major artwork. I okay. Don't, I that's don't, fair. Like maybe your everyday artist that's not making it, maybe doesn't make a full living as an artist. Yeah. Um, gets the, maybe that kind of feedback, but hmm. might say if you're famous and your paintings or your art is worth a lot of money, you probably, you know, aren't playing to your crowd or aren't listening to your crowd. All too and you much. probably and you may not even be living to the point of being able to see your 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 art have value in other people's yeah because it takes time yeah and that's what I was going to say about science yeah. and scientists is a lot of the stuff they do in their lifetimes yeah. um, that's like one of there's a quote that um, I can't think of off the top of my head but uh, it's something about planting a tree like if you really care about planting a tree you need to understand that you're not going to live to see it. Enjoy, yeah, to enjoy the shade or something like that. Yeah, yeah that's the old yeah. adage. But, but in conjunction with what you suggested about the accelerating of things and intuition and stuff like that, and in combination Maybe with Morgan thinks that. that I shortcut a lot, I think you that you can plant the seed. You can enjoy the tree shade. You can do all of that if you maybe, I don't know, the, the answer might be to 
to teach other people how to plant their own seeds and watch them turn into trees and vegetation quicker than we have. Maybe that's uh, that's a shortcut to accelerating the whole thing is infusing a bit of consciousness even to the into the lowest um the lowest ranks of where it exists right now. Yeah. The idiocracy that we like complain about on a weekly your, basis. Of your comment there. And I think this is a big problem in society is we need to pay attention more to uneducated? Though not uneducated, the you call them what exactly? I, I said the the low um the low end of the consciousness yes. field. Because I feel we neglect them because and it, it's not sending them to school every day and with a paid meal that's going to help. Right. I I feel that they're abandoned by the very the people closest to them, rich who want to profit. They the money should go to give them not more clothes or more What food. are we talking about? Uh, like poor who, people. poor folks, but yeah. poor people aren't who I'm talking about. No, the lower the but the they do tend to be are, are tend to be less conscious. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Not conscious, but well, that's what I'm talking about. Less prone to uh, do something great, meaningful, great that they potential they have. They have potential, but they don't. It's hard it. to realize. Well, and yeah. choice in life isn't exactly. necessarily theirs. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. But right. the choices are man-made, sort of. Um, they're not obstacles, but they're um, they're man-made sort of uh, baton passes, and that's not the kind of consciousness not I'm always. discussing here. Not always. It's not a it's not a regimental sort well, of uh, they, consciousness they, I'm discussing. I'm not saying all these people need to be PhDs and then the world turns no, into a beautiful place. That's not what I'm saying either. Open-mindedness is kind of the start of the consciousness mm, opening. No, they need. Well, when your choices are limited, yeah, you're probably. Narrow-minded. Don't learn to be open-minded, right? Okay. Exactly. That's fair. Unless you protest. But open-mindedness works on the other extreme too, Mom. Sorry. They may be... What's wrong is this group of people I I see, they go to protest instead of going to another way of blossoming. Protest (laughs) is their way to think they're going to get ahead or something done, but... I've, I think we should pay attention to these people for them to not educate as such, is to let them blossom in different ways. And they don't need clothes or, or money even. or food. I mean, they need that, but that's not mm. what the rich should be giving them to support them. Okay. That's not the support they need. Let me, invert, money let, let me invert the discussion of uh, open-mindedness a little bit because that's one extreme. The other extreme is that the um, born rich kid or the born rich family, uh, that's an also very narrow-minded yeah. uh, individual who's groomed yeah. into a world where his, ex- his or her experience level is very narrow as well. So, again, we're faced with the reality that right. the middle ground— they're going to be more exposed to experience, opportunity, opportunity, opportunity travel. Choice. travel mm-hmm. yeah. They can still be very Culture. narrow-minded, but they'll—, they'll They'll not necessarily have to constantly think about, you know, those things, the basics like food yeah. and shelter and how am I going to make rent? And yeah. So while those other people we're talking about have to worry about just, yeah, making rent and the, 
no. Paycheck the... to paycheck. They don't have time to really explore, explore. what they can. Good experience, explore yeah. and experience more. And that's a bad thing in this whole world that's happened. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's because of money. Because... <laughs> Because now we're we're under guidelines that your consciousness and your experience of life is in direct correlation to the amount of um, money that you have because money grants no, you experience. No, 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 not, no, 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 not in direct correlation. Okay, no, because no. cavemen had zero money and they discovered fire. No, that, that's why they so didn't you're discover anything. Yourself. No, they just, I mean, lightning happened and dry. <laughs> <laughs> is that really discovery? That's true. Well, I think cavemen. Um, well. Uh, okay, I'll say this one. I've been oh, thinking. No. I've been thinking about the fact that they must have just spent their days nonstop just observing the world around them and seeing. Well, I would the, think it was nonstop trying to find food, right? And, but and mating and eating and mating and eating, but via but their behavior patterns They're are strictly animalistic because animals. all they saw was an, were animals eating, biting uh, yeah. plants, um, chewing other animals. So they mimicked this behavior. They were lazy. They were sleeping half the day. And yeah, and that's nothing. carried over all the way to today still yes. because it's a very animal instinct-driven, very primitive. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. If you exploit that, though, and if you yeah. say, hey, like, you're still a caveman. So there's something you need to understand is in the study of the brain, mm -hmm. unfortunately, and it a lot has to do with the exposure you get from your family and... But a lot has to do with what we're born. A lot of the brains, and I'm not saying the poor have lesser thinking capability in okay. brain cells, but a lot of humans, even rich ones. Well, because I would defy that, because I was born poor. No, I know. So I'm not, I'm not saying because you're poor, but I'm saying mm -hmm. even rich people. But if yeah. if we could work more on developing the brain uh -huh. to help people all across, the violent people, we the, can't. That's what I'm suggesting. No, only aliens can. Yes, no, but we can. That's where we but, would need help. If they came to help us, that's where they should come and help is us. Is with accelerating our intelligence. It's with developing this. I think it's sixty percent or fifty right now percent of the brain. That's <laughs> underdeveloped. No, it's a lot more than that. I think it's sixty. I don't have access to the internet. I thought we used something like six to twelve percent of our brain. No, no I, think I think that's 30%. all. I uh, think it's myth. It's yeah. myth, yeah. Yeah, the whole ten percent thing is not right. Hmm. How much it's do you think we use? That. Yeah. You think it's more? What were you going to say about aliens, Morgan? When I said, um, I think aliens are the ones who get our intelligence on the right track. I know well, it's a slippery we can slope, do that, but you it's got to, yeah, but VR archaic systems, uh, it's got to be learning and it's got to start with the young and it's got to, you got to make them more, uh, open-minded and less likely to go to one extreme or the other. So you almost need to take all the kids away from all the extremes. <laughs> but all, all, all we do right now with the kids is stick them on an assembly line of education and on-ramp right, them to career, well, and right. that's it. It's the same old song and dance. Well, there's no discussion on what should be educated on. It's like it, right. it's, we should educate them on this or we should educate them on that. That's because There's people, no discussion as to what. At least not publicly. But that's because the older generation has gone to school to teach the younger generation in the same regiment of subjects. It's like 
the college professors or even the grammar school kids or the grammar school teachers that are around now, their education is in a very strict background that if all of a sudden you say, hey, we're going to start teaching um, human affairs and ethics and uh, philosophy to sixth graders, to fifth graders and sixth graders, and you want to change that across the board, all of a sudden... All the people who just spent the last 20 years going to college to teach kids what shapes I, and colors you know are. I guarantee you the people who resist are going to be parents. They won't be the teachers. The teachers will be all on board. But for they this. couldn't. They'd have to relearn everything themselves. And, and I think then, they're fine with that. They're not, they're not, they're not uh, resisting because they would have to learn a different way. I don't think it's way. the teachers that are resisting. Actually, when we talk. You know, when we talk at work about the education mm-hmm. and what you use, what you were given, what the education you were given, what you really need. It's so such a dysfunctional. Of time. Yeah, absolutely. And we all know it. Everybody knows that. But we still keep sticking our kid. I'm I mean, sticking who, my kid in it right now. Who uses calculus and well, in, well I would argue that I yeah. use math every day and I no, use but, higher math every yeah. day. Yeah. And I would also argue that the calculus. Pe- well, I'd also argue that the people who, that the people who do calculus a lot are probably the most intelligent people on the planet. Yes, but we all have that, and well, we don't we all have, have calculus. We all some people do. No, some people don't take calculus. I didn't take calculus. It's well, a, yeah, it's not a requirement. Yeah, pre-cal. But today, like we take statistics. I took we statistics. Took physics, yeah. Every part of it. Sure. Here's the thing is um, today with all the programs you have, maybe not in your line of work, but it, it does. The math. Well, yeah, computers now can do all the math yes. for you. But I think there's a lot of to be said about knowing how that math works. Yes, you have to know how that math works. But yeah. does every kid in college need to learn that math if they're not going? It may help a them discipline. in just a the way they process information just by being familiar with math. It's interesting. Uh, I agree with Morgan here because as you know, I am 14 credit hours removed from graduating with my degree from UTA in English. And I've only taken one math class and I still know enough math to, you know, get by on all that. So I'm pretty good at math. And I took statistics in high school and I took pre-calculus in high school. So the collegiate level math. I'm talking about, Statistics in college. It's you know, well, when you're taking when you're taking AP statistics in high school, and those credits count towards your college credits, it's on par. Or at least it was back in the day in 2001. So I, beyond that though, the trigonometries, the advanced trigonometry, uh, well, really, third, yeah, fourth level like algebras and stuff like that. Discrete math. Yeah, even. that should only be like, yeah, that that's only experienced by the people that are pursuing that for a career path, right? Yeah. The architects, the engineers. Yeah. And it should be, um, but the basic math has to be universally understood. No, basic math, of course. All the way up through algebra, I would say, at the very least. Oh, Geometry. But uh, I don't know if you use calculus. Good for you. He, maybe. Integral, I don't know uh, that I use calculus math. specifically. I, I have never heard of anybody who told me that they do. Well, let's talk so about the stuff great. that we should be teaching in addition, not the stuff that should take away, but maybe how to have a conversation. <laughs> because computers are getting in the way of that, in my opinion. Everybody speaks through their keyboard, through their phone. And some of the younger crowd, the 
18 to 25 year olds right now. I mean, it's very difficult to have a conversation and and make it past a certain point. They can't talk to you. Face they cannot to face speak face anymore. to face. And the problem is face to face is going to get things done always well, over always digital, thing, in my opinion. Because now digital, they, they even have sex online. I mean, it's well, not that's even, impossible. No, but. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. It's sexting. No, you know. No, I don't know what you mean. Sexting. Oh, you mean like chat roulette? Video. I don't know. A video call. There you go. Video, video call. call. Maybe a. I've, I've never, never had one. I've never yeah. had one of these. Morgan, have just been you know you never when you travel away from work. Yeah. But I've never had one from of these. Work. No. Okay. Maybe Sorry. Never okay. had phone sex. No. But the thing is, uh, yeah, they're missing I've had all the sexting, personal stuff, which is like just, just cute back they're and forth missing. thing. We don't want to hear about that. I know. Yeah, we don't want to hear about that. No, but you were ready for the phone sex conversation. We used to phone sex. <laughs> phone sex in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. The it 70s, was something like 2000s. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the young people, they, what's going to happen to these people who, who lack the personal touch the face-to-face um they're gonna have a rude awakening when they are required to have face-to-face well, they're gonna have problems connecting be, with people yeah, yeah. we started talking earlier yeah. about connecting <laughs> right yeah yeah we talked earlier about connecting we had a guest on a we had a guest on a couple two or three episodes ago who has similar issues and thought that um thought that their level of experience in the real world was at a level to where um, he or she could claim themselves as independent or in, I think those were the words, independent, independent minded. And it was easy to see that a lot of what he or she thought about themselves was derived off of online interactions. At least I added that little bit because I know some of the background of that situation. And it is scary when you contemplate the thought that and I've told you this before the thought that a lot of the younger folks experience online and they're you know going to YouTube to um you've said this though <laughs> as well about watching TV you go to YouTube and you type in uh, Machu Picchu and then all of a sudden afterwards you have a conversation about Machu Picchu and you think you can have the same level of conversation as someone who's been to Machu Picchu based on the information that you discern from the video, which is partly true statistically and informationally, but experientially you cannot. And that works the same way with conversation. Like if you and uh, a stranger online have a talk about a deep topic you can extract information from it but i don't know that well, you so can... much of communication is facial expressions body language, micro yes, movement, exactly. body language and you're missing that completely well, you're seeing it but you're not feeling it yeah. and yeah. like we talk about the old days the feeling goes a long between way between two people chemistry yeah. is important there is too. such a thing as chemistry oh, when yeah. you first you know fall with somebody Trust me, I know. How can chemistry go through a screen? You know, there's no such thing. They say, oh, I had chemistry when I met this guy online. It's not the same as the chemistry when right. you're next I agree. To I agree. But I they think, think that it can, they know well, I what think, it is. I think digital interaction can confirm real-world chemistry. I think it works that way. It can't initiate real-world chemistry. Um, I agree with what you're saying, but let's say you meet someone in real in the real world, and then you speak to them 
online you or through your phone. You met them first. Right. Yes. Okay. But that can you work. You cannot say, oh, I felt chemistry the minute I saw him. Online. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's they a little don't weird. They know what chemistry is. They're doing, they're, I don't want to speak for them, but I think they're saying that based on the fact that they can hop on people's no, Facebooks and study everything. Because they don't know better. They can stalk them. Yeah, yeah. they can stalk them yes, online and they can say, yeah. And then you get into real weird situations where you can meet someone for a brief okay. moment in time. It's like your Machu Picchu thing. You can be there and have the passionate experience or just see it on TV yeah. and say, oh, I've had the experience. I had the experience. Yeah. And that might be why we have this weird uh, – have you heard of the phenomenon of uh, ghosting in dating and stuff like Do you know what ghosting oh, is? I invented that in the ages. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, it's interesting that you mentioned that because ghosting, Mom, in the 20-year-old and 30-year-old ranks of dating right now is when you um, – uh, how do I properly define? It's you have a relationship or you, you have interaction with someone on a consistent basis that makes – Either of the parties feel as if it's it's progressing mm-hmm. in a relationship, and then all of a sudden it just stops. Mm-hmm. And I think it's based on I think the root of it is what you just said is the information and the um, the insight that one or two of the part or either of the parties has going in. They think it's one thing, and then all of a sudden it's not, and then they don't know how to flip on the real world switch anymore because the acts the data that they had access to is no longer relevant it's no longer real it's no longer applicable and so all of a sudden and morgan was telling me this about my situation i wish you would have put it in this way (laughs) then i would have understood no i'm kidding it's it's not really relevant to my situation but um it's um it's unique it's it's interesting because it's happening all the time the relationships that young people are having are shorter and shorter um based on online dating because the access that they have to the real person is so limited and you can hop on Facebook you could stalk somebody up and down you can read about their uh fancies and their favorite movies and all that but then your mind is going to use that data to build a relationship with someone and you're going to yeah. run out very quickly yeah. of things to to pull from so did you hear us speaking in this line, I heard this two weeks ago. I couldn't believe it. But this guy came on the radio talking about the future robot, the uh, spouse robot. Oh, Morgan would love one of those. Who you would fall for <laughs> and have. No, but this is serious. Robot, go do the lawn. Go do the lawn. He will do everything for you, even have sex with you. Well, I don't want a he, but. Okay. Or she or he. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, they claim that. Uh, a certain population, a big percentage, I don't remember what it was, would actually be comfortable with that. And it's like maybe these people who don't need the... But this is true. It was a serious conversation and piece of news that they're Some of this is already happening in Japan and uh, the Asian areas. I mean, there are sex robots at the very least over there. But they will do everything else. So why marry a human being that argues with you? But it's the everything else that's interesting. Like if the robot can cook dinner for you. Yeah. And you don't have to. But say you can have a wife simultaneously. And think about the freedom you get to experience as a couple if you can get a robot to cook dinner for you. But this is just a robot and you. Oh, yeah. But that's the people who are uh, who don't want the real world relationships. 
Well, who are afraid or are not compatible. Right. Who um, are, that's well, all they need. Yeah, and that's all they need. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, a lot of people can't get along with other humans. Yeah. I would love a robot in addition to. That's different. Yes. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, a house robot in Do addition all the boring to boring stuff, the mechanical yeah. stuff, yeah. or someone to speak to when the me, it would be person the, was pissing me off. It wouldn't be the cooking of the meal; it'd be the cleanup of the <laughs> meal. <laughs> oh yes, that, that I would want the robot for. Yeah, that'd be good. God. Or just somebody to talk to who knows. There you go. Who knows how to reply? Though, of course, you know who can conversate, not just an Alexa. Conversation is very important. You know, uh, I don't like the way you talk to your Alexa. You talk to her like she's your friend. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, I'll tell you what. My mom has an Alexa. And with this COVID two years, going on two years or a year, year and a half, yeah. year and a half. Two years. If, if she didn't have the Alexa I gave her, she would have been lonely. She asks her questions. She She's alone in her apartment. She can't visit with her neighbors. For, mm. Think about that. For a year and a half, they have lunch given to them in their apartments instead of going lunch downstairs. This is a whole. I mean, home. she. Let's be fair. She has she Murdoch has, mysteries. She has. No, BBC. she does, but she, she can has TV ask shows. her, and it's like she answers her right away. You know what I mean? Talk to me about something. Uh, sing this song. Do sure. This. It, it. She tells me that. I didn't yeah. say. Oh yeah. She told me. I. I like. It's interesting. Having I don't her, know yeah. that I would have thought about that yeah. or considered that. Consa or not, not comfort. Comfort. Yeah. There you go. It's not a COVID. Yeah. And her friends are would like one. But interesting. Yeah, grandma likes Then maybe, Alexa. Uh, maybe people in prison should have Alexas. Yeah, maybe Alexa would be useful they for a lot of double, people. They could double be doubled as education too. And, and when Alexa you're in your cell. Needs to, so let's say, let's ask Morgan. He, he knows his stuff. He doesn't How have would Alexa. you improve Alexa? Well, you'd have to make her a little more conversational. Mm. Yeah, he just wants to say dirty talk. <laughs> that would be cool. I don't know that I want no. Alexa dirty talking me, no. What no. if she pulled the dirty talk from your uh, text no, conversations no that thanks. she spies? Yeah, no thanks. Okay. I wouldn't mind that. The, I wouldn't the mind her. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't mind, like, my wife having a few of her friends over and Alexa then dirty talking in oh, front of my wife's friends yeah, to yeah. embarrass my wife. I would do that. <laughs> Interesting. But, but when you're alone, you don't want Alexa dirty talk. No. So you don't want it to turn into, there's a movie called her where a guy um, loses his wife at an early age, but he's able to um, devise a computer system with some of his wife's, yeah, not, me- not memories, but uh, her style, in the house. conversation, in voice. Yeah, and the, the house, well, he right? can pick the voice, and then yeah. he ends up falling in love with the Alexa, yeah, uh, like device, and they grow very close to one another. So, I mean, there is there is room for, oh, but that's dangerous talk. Romantic connection with mm-hmm. um, non-human organism, or not organism, non-human uh, sentient, borderline sentient life kind of risque mm. unless they're aliens i'm cool with that <laughs> if alexa's an alien if technology is all alien i'm bring it on <laughs> that's great no because yeah. i've said this to um, um, multiple rendezvous in my life i um, 
ashamedly, I'll admit, here's a shameful admission here. I've told them, like, you know, in the heat of the moment, said, I don't know how I could get any better than this unless, like, an alien just dropped down and uh, swept me <laughs> off. That's my a feet. terrible line. It's a terrible line it's that terrible line. I've used infrequently <laughs> in, like, very passionate moments. Morgan, nice thanks for, thanks oh, for, uh, no, I I would like Alexa to improve in one way, is have a psychology degree. <laughs> so you can ask her, you know, I'm feeling like this today. Talk to me. You probably Ooh, can. AI psych- psychology. Yeah, talk to me. A psychologist. Who programs? Support. Who programs it? Support. No, yeah. who programs it? Freud. <laughs> That's going to send people to you know, every t- <laughs> the grave. <laughs> Everything you search online. I do like Freud you know, and Jung. Could be programmed into her. Sure. With the subject. Leading subject. And oh. maybe it could be put in a voice that's not so, you know, like. You know, it's robotic. Yeah. You know, what's fascinating about what's fascinating about your usage for Alexa is if the truth from and I'm a not a conspiracy theorist when it comes to this because it's a reality <laughs> comes to this because it's a reality <laughs> Alexa well Alexa's on all the time kind of like your phone yeah, your phone's listening. listening to conversations yeah. so she yeah. she should be able to develop a psychological dossier on you who knows well, pretty may already be happening she Maybe. already does by what i buy she yeah. Knows yes. What, what I buy. Or she even the conversations a, you have. She knows I've the way you, the way you and Dad speak. She probably knows. Yeah. Uh, here's where they can work and on. The here's what they're I good at. To. You spend too the much time. I ask. You spend too much time gardening. Um, <laughs> she knows. Us. She knows all that. <laughs> so all you need is the programmer to come along and say, uh, "Let's use all this data in a way to where now we can." Make believe that Alexa for an hour or two a week is the uh, psychological like assessor of what needs help, what is doing good, um, all of that. Assessor, but just a friend, you know. But that's uh, a problem I have because with because a lot of friends therapy. today are not available with the pace of life. Yeah, and they're available online, but that's not the same. But she's online. But sometimes you just need somebody to talk to. Who's not gonna elevate their voice and <laughs> lose? I it. feel like that was an underhanded yeah, shot at right? me. No. Oh, at your husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, that happens in every marriage. But um, no, uh, I agree with you, and that's why we have the show with seventy-three episodes, three hours a week. Because I feel like you could turn on our show any moment, at any time, and you've got somebody who's listening and talking to you mm-hmm. simultaneously. True. But back to the Alexa thing. It's so interesting. Um, that's one of the problems I've had with, uh, the idea of ever going to a psychologist or therapy is because the person doesn't know me. They don't well, it know takes time, but they get to know. Yeah. Them. But the time takes money and that's, that's another if problem. Let, if you open up, if you don't open, yes, it costs money. Yeah. But if you don't, it would cost, a, it would cost $5,000 well, yeah. for a therapist to get Just to know call me. Call Dr. Laura one day and she'll tell you what's wrong with you. There's nothing wrong <laughs> with me. And that's another Shopping reason I don't want to go to the therapist. Find a job with good insurance. Save your money. Good insurance? Yeah. Yeah. Insurance yeah. covers your therapy all the time? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, it does. Interesting. It does. It's copay mm. or psychologist. Alexa, if you had a car, Alexa, that could do it, that would be awesome, too, because you could do it during your commute. Well, we do have one. Did you hear the recent news about commutes? That um, a lot there's a push 
for um, the jobs starting to pay for the commutes, like incorporating it into the workday, because it's mm. part of it's the workday. Work That's good. There, there is, there's a movement. I know we've criticized movements yeah. tonight, but there's a movement that's probably in line with UBI it's to a certain degree, and the reduction of work hours to like 36 a week or 30, uh, even 34 a week, that would then incorporate the commute hours into it so that it goes bumps back up to 40, but you're spending like 32 but hours in the office. it has to have office. a limit because people are going to move outwards to be in the lower right, cost but living that's and beneficial. Oh, that's and two hours in my car. <laughs> well, that's what um, he does. Pay me. Uh, well, I don't really commute. I work from home, essentially. But that helps. Um, in, in my mom's way of breaking it down, it helps. Um, it helps. What's the word? Um, the real estate um, world. It helps the expansion of the expansion development of to further towns. out than urban yeah. cities. It solves yeah. a lot of issues that we have with overcrowding in urban cities. I think that working from home does that. Working from home does that. Helps. There's less people on the roads. No, because there's no guarantee that the people are still working. But there's no guarantee that the places that are causing the congestion don't just keep bringing people in in on top of the people that they have working from home. Like in Morgan's particular realm, I understand, but um, the the inner city work and the like driving to the city, how much of that can be done from home? No, there's a lot of jobs can't be done from home. Right. All the medical stuff. you know, all the computer right. work can be done for home, but you can't be paid for your commute. Yeah, you It'd can. be nice, though, but you can't because people would take advantage of that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, well, if there was a strict limitation, like well, weekly, six a, hours paid commute weekly, well, that's there it. there had to be a limit, of course. And you have address, you have infra, you have access to people's addresses, you know where they um, live. You can time this all out pr- pretty easily and swiftly. Well, I mean, even in... Even working from home, we experience people who can't start their shift on time. Yes. And all they got to do is roll out of bed and turn a computer on. Maybe it's even worse. Because of COVID? No, no, because they're home. They don't have to be somewhere at such a time. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Morgan's admitted that it's difficult. I can work. What? It's difficult to work from home. Is it difficult to get going? No, I, I keep my routine, though. The same as if I'm going to work. So okay. I wake up at the same time. I, I, you know, do my normal routine, take a shower, get dressed like yeah. I'm going to work. And instead of going and getting in the car, I just go to my computer. At but that point. it must be but the world of distractions. You know, you yeah. got your cats. Oh, yeah. My cats interrupt me three or four times during a day. Yeah. But on the flip side, I don't have anybody that walks in my office that wants to tell me about their weekend or whatever. I enjoyed a lot of that talk, <laughs> but yeah. we just got done saying, well, I'm just saying I, enjoy, I enjoyed a lot of that yeah. stuff, but, uh, it, but when I start to look back on yeah. it now, it yeah. really slowed down the work, the work day. day. Yeah. And, and that's why I go to work. At, I get there at six, if I can, at six fifteen, because there's nobody that comes in till nine. And those three hours I do more. Solo time. Yeah. Oh, I do more, but get more done. And the rest of the day, because of all the interruptions, so I know what you mean by that. That's why I would stay late sometimes it's, is because uh, after people left, I could get so much done. Get done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People are interrupting, of course, with legit questions, but also often it's just talk and you want to get things done and it's not a good time to talk. Well, there's the, so earlier in this beautiful episode, we discussed the fact that we need more time to talk 
to people that we want to yeah. talk to to engage in conversations. Those people that are coming to you, they're they're actually trying to, you know, experience that. I know, but we that. should have a time set for that. You <laughs> yeah. can't just come in on the middle of me focusing on something. That's Depends true. Depends what you do, and like you, in the middle of something, you know, they just come because they have nothing to do. Right. And it should. We do it at lunch hour, for example, when we do take lunch. We don't always take lunch. Once a week, twice a week. But that's the time we connect. It's so funny because you're too misconnecting. You are COVID, by the way. You we are, are starting now to have lunch together. Both of you are. You're not office jobs by any means, but you're both corporate level. Nah, corporate's not even. Right, but you're both um, job like professional. It's a profession. <laughs> okay, profession driven occupations. Yeah. Yes, I work a lot. Yeah. But I always have time to engage you with work for yourself. Yeah, I, I throughout the entirety of the day, I'm open for engagement with strangers, family, friends, whoever. Yeah, because you work for yourself. But I always have, but I always have the time. But I'm still working. That's the interesting aspect of it. Is I'm still working from for at least six hours a day, on and off, intermittently. Mm -hmm. There's always something going towards my actual job and what I have to do to make an income, but I have the, just the ability. It's not time. I'm trying to think of what it is that affords me the but ability. You, you like that, no, no, those but, proportions. I like working every hour that I'm doing. Yeah. I like it. And I will not elaborate why oh, no, I all get the it. time, but I enjoy what I'm doing. For the nine hours, ten hours, sometimes eight, yeah. that I'm doing it. So, uh, family time comes after, and I have enough of that. <laughs> In my case, right now, or when I was twenty, I like working long hours. Yeah. But when I had kids, I didn't it work. It was different. Sure. I didn't work, uh, and it's different. Yeah. But it depends what you are in your stage uh, stage in life. And your preference. Yeah, I'm just but trying I to crack not, the code. I would not be happy with only six hours of work um, right now. A, yeah, it's a little bit of a, like maybe if I wasn't in the position I was in, it would be a little different. But with and we're still different engaged people while yeah, you're at work, we still have conversations sure. via text or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just saying with with several people reporting to me. They would kind. Of, it, would, it would be like I would be taught. What somebody would be in my office for thirty minutes, and then another one for an hour, and yeah. then another one for thirty minutes. And there's oh, no time for up. me to do yeah. what well, I need, need to, to do, do, but yeah. they need my attention. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, and sometimes it's. I mean, yeah. I I miss that, but I also you realize that done. I can get more, more done, done without having that. Exactly. That there, even when I go yeah. into the office now. Um, I get way less work done yeah. in the office now than I do working yeah. from home. Yeah. So let's let's close the episode by shifting from that to because it's funny. Morgan said something very poignant there. He said, I, I've noticed and in retrospect, I, I confirmed that I can get a lot more done when I'm just doing it. Okay. So can that okay. sort of logic apply to uh, something like a marriage? Let's say someone notices that they just get a lot more done when they're removed from the constraints 
that perhaps a standard marriage imposes upon oh, in someone's life. To, you, you, all your your words you just chose there. Okay, so in a, mar- in a marriage, uh, you're asked to share your time. You're asked to uh, share your dreams, share well, your aspirations, share your goals. Well, this is the standard. You don't ask, and it's, yeah, it's not, not sharing. You it's want. doing your share of your balancing. Yeah. The balancing act. But the balance, it's always supposed to grow to some degree, right? Well, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be balanced between you two. Sometimes the balance is up one way, down the other. But at the end, you know, it balances. Mm -hmm. It's a balancing act. It's not sharing everything half and half. No, I I think you got to have time away in a a sense. Independent time, yeah. yeah. Or it's probably healthy to have hobbies that are different that you spend time on, right? But you say that, and I see that from your point of view. Uh, But having raised three kids and three stepchildren, we didn't have time much to ourselves. Right. And we were talking about, after listening to your your podcast, podcast oh i remember what morgan said he said i gained a best friend by not having children yes but my husband is my best friend but we sacrificed our time sure it's not the alexa but it was (laughs) no it was our time was our time spent with our kids so our time as not our self time our selfish time or Alone time. individual time there was not much of that but you get used to it and there and can be you now. adjust now there can be so it doesn't last forever but those times are so fast they go so fast and yeah. fill with joys and activities and every day there's a change when you have three kids or somebody there's demands Everything goes so fast. And it's a lot of knowledge. That you don't find, you find you're exhausted, but you don't stop and think, I need alone time. Hmm. But, you know, but I will you, take yeah. it and I will go play a game of golf or go away for the weekend and see my mom in California and I'll go to Canada and visit my brother. Mm-hmm. You'll do that. But you, you're looking forward to come back to right. to doing what you're doing. So everybody has his own. Well, I was going to say. His own uh, demands inside. You his know, or her your own. Uh, drives. It, not drives. Your own, what you they feel you need. That's to, exactly to what I was going to say is that satisfied. there's a lot of three kid households who have not gone about it the way you guys have gone about it to where, and you know. And doesn't work. No, but that's... It was hard for both of us, <laughs> but my husband did his share with the kids I and know. I did the other share, but it just worked out. But I mean, we'll just be honest. Like See, the... to be honest, I'm not, I'm not, I don't like playing much. I didn't like playing with, with kids children. much. Mm-hmm. I like teaching them things, of course. but playing patiently, building blocks, that was his job. Oh, so we both had our things and I would cook the meals and all that. But when Robert got home from work, 
he would just do the things that I didn't do. So you have to. So that's have simpatico. That. That's a yeah. good. That's a good, good it combo. Worked out, but yeah, it doesn't absolutely. always work out. That no, way. it does not always work out that way. Because at the time, also you have to see, and I know what your problem was. Oh no, <laughs> well, you can't say that. Your wife wanted to continue your her career in the middle of having a four-year-old, three-year-old. That's not a problem. Well, it was because if I would have wanted that, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have made it. Okay. I totally stopped working and sacrificed, and I know I was getting Well, that's because you had three children. I was getting behind my career. And three children it. versus one's different. No, not oh, necessarily. Oh, it, it is. Not necessarily. It is. No. Well, especially when you're both working at the same, you were if at the I time. If I had one child, <laughs> I would not have gone back to work. I know. But everybody's different. Now, you see, this is the 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 issue: is that the the rollout, the exact way that your life has panned out, was was very well taken care of and very well navigated by you and your husband and your three but kids it wasn't and your family. That way. Unit. We didn't know it would work out that way. You <laughs> I know, know what I mean? but you're not we the only you're not the only marriage with three children that's worked out that way and worked out I well. I agree. Now there have been people I who have agree. gone on vacation every month I who have agree. three kids. With their kids, oh, with who the have kid, a great they had time. Money, we didn't have yeah. money. The level of experience was not optimal. For whom? For everyone involved. Oh, you weren't happy? No, that's not what You're I'm not saying. Happy I, no, what I'm suggesting is <laughs> the level of experience, of world experience, was not optimal. Well, no, we couldn't afford. Travel. I know, so that should let you know that there are things that weren't done optimally. But that's, that's all I'm saying. Life. I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't yeah. given the. But I'm about. I'm about parents. optimization. Back to the conversation, is if if I can pinpoint that something's not going to work out optimally, it's okay to separate yourself from that situation. No, I would have given up so many times if that was the case, because we couldn't afford certain things. Because Robert had three stepdaughters, and a big, big support payment every month. Uh, I would have given up so many times because it wasn't optimal. But you don't give up when you commit, you know. No, but when you have a path. At the first obstacle and the second obstacle. When you have a path to optimization. The highest hurdle. When you have a path to optimization and it's not realized, you do. No. That well, well, that's when you branch off as an individual. I'm gonna agree with your mom a little bit here in that. Thanks. There's a level of commitment that it, when you get married, that's just not there with a lot of people. Yeah. And and it seems like the younger you get, the less the commitment is. Yeah. They don't know what commitment yeah. is actually if, or sacrifice yeah. because to commit, you need to sacrifice a lot yeah. of yourself. Like he's got so many cats. If Because one cat's misbehaving, <laughs> he's going to kick him out of his house. No. He's going to be, that's you know, a, treating him nice and, sacrifice his time take care of him that day or something mm-hmm. and you have a different view of things optimizing yes optimizing no you don't have to optimize and optimize your kids are growing that's that's the increase in joy and in his, mm-hmm. his cats are rewarding him by loving him that's how i see it you don't see it that way I think Morgan sees it a bit that way. Yeah, well, I do. You got married in front of God because you were raised strict Catholic, and no, you think that God and marriage church. are interlinked. This was not a Catholic church. No. Okay. It was just a church of God. I'm not really religious, and I still have that same feeling of commitment and 
who read your vows? Who who married you? I did. You? Who married you? A uh, family member. Who? Yeah. Who? What does your that matter? Mother. What does that matter? But to me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say this mm -hmm. is gonna hurt maybe your wife, oh, ex-wife, or you. But to me, that is not the uh, solid start to making a face-to-face -face commitment. I'm sorry. That's fine. I don't see it. Uh, I'm I'm a, in agreement. It's too with easy that. today to get a. I'm in agreement yeah. with that. To get a paper but online if I to say I can officiate your wedding. That's fine. Let's but if I know I did it for my brother. <laughs> I know. Let's all get married ten times here. We could get a paper. But that. Oh, what does it mean? But the guy who now. doesn't know who you just gave him seven hundred fifty bucks to oh, do it. it who gives a shit? Fifty bucks. He has no, no connection to you he either. Gave us lessons before we got oh, married. Oh, good. Congratulations. He's yeah, the therapist who's met you once or twice. He doesn't know you. He was a minute. He, he got to know. But us. for that two, <laughs> and then he did it's it with another couple, and yes, he got to know them. Because he's a professional. <laughs> This is the. This so is you're the, arguing with me that my guy who married me is better than your mother-in-law. No, again, you're jumping to conclusions there. Oh no, I'm not. I'm saying I don't care either way. <laughs> the point sure? is between the two the people, and marriage is not contingent upon who marries you. It's not contingent no, upon not what, what brings it's you to the, the church. Commitment you made when you got married. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's the best thing. You got married in, in front of no one, Morgan, at Doesn't the justice of the, justice peace. of the peace. There, who married you is some guy whose job it is to marry but what did people. He mean to Morgan that day, with his wife, a lot. What? What did yeah, it mean absolutely. to him? Now, did the surroundings mean anything to you? The surroundings don't count. The courthouse don't count. Yeah. Did the did the guy but, but did the justice of the peace was very mean something official. to you? You know what I'm saying? It's very like official. a it's. It meant something, it yes. Meant something. Okay, good. Then the, you know the great news is, uh, in two years I could say you? in the the great news is in two years I could say it meant nothing to me. I think you can say that now. Yeah, you, you don't have, have to wait. wait. Two years. Okay, yeah. it meant nothing. That's right. Do That's you know why we got married? You know why we got married? Because we had a child. But you got married for the wrong reason. Yeah, but you can't say that it wasn't... Um, Maybe that's the problem. Well, no, it wasn't part... You didn't have to get married because you had a child. Well, no, our bond was strong enough when we had a child to say, hey, let's yeah, get married. But when you got married, you told me it wasn't strong as much anymore. Well, of course. Oh, you shouldn't have gotten married. But that's after getting married. <laughs> that's not before and going into the marriage. That's after... One or two of the parties have both settled into their professional roles of being husband and wife. No, it's not a professional role. It sounds like it because you no, guys from are. Your side you have a stereotypical husband and wife like role. No. Yes. No. You you cook, you clean, you do activities together on the weekend, and you no, watch TV together. We're friends and we're co We cohabitate. We work our jobs. What's wrong stereotypical? Uh, we talk about anything and everything. Okay. And what's wrong with that? All of those things are done by all married couples. No, they're not. A lot of people go out their way, drinking bars, have their own thing going. No, a lot of people don't do that. You know, a lot of people have kids and the fathers are not present. Or they don't care to come home at night. Uh, what are I you talking about? I don't think a lot of people do that. Oh, yeah. A lot of no, I think, I think both uh, you're both in marriages that are very comparable to 90% of the marriages out there. No, because 60% I don't think of the, marriages end up like yours. So yeah, how could that be? But well, I had a stereotypical marriage. You had a 40% typical marriage. Huh? 
But no, for divorce. No, for but for three years, my wife cooked. I ate it. We went out together. We watched TV. We cooked. We cleaned. We did all the same activities you do. What was wrong with that? You did other things too. That's the problem. Is that that wasn't my idea of where marriage goes in the next idea of marriage? Growth. Growth from that. Growth to where? In both uh, interests, in mutual interests, in mutual drive of each other, in what the next. What do you it, mean by that? We don't use well, this big is, words okay. without having drives a five-letter, six-letter word. I mean mutual drive. Mutual Wait, drive. Which direction are you going? Getting with in connection with one another to uh, grow together. To. Have you and your husband connected? <laughs> you think? On levels that have pushed, yes, on yeah. levels that have pushed I'm you afraid, to new so. frontiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Congratulations. That wasn't going to happen. Were you? Were you in the um, delivery room? I your don't. First girl. I was. In the yeah yeah it was a natural birth though huh it was There's not a, a natural birth and I was in the natural Were you? I was in the delivery room for six hours she couldn't be delivered naturally marriage but yes is a big subject huh <laughs> of course marriage is. is a big subject when you're sitting at the table with someone who doesn't necessarily believe in the antiquated no, idea and concept of what a marriage is supposed to be opposing somebody who doesn't believe in marriage I don't know that it's antiquated I really don't okay I agree you you believe that they're as good as marriages can get. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Marriage can be a great thing. No, no. You believe that. that your concept of marriage is the peak concept. That's it. It's no, not. Okay. No. But that's what I'm arguing. The peak concept. Yes. That, that of what? The way that your marriage occurred, who married you, the way that you felt no, at the altar, the formula for where you got in your marriage, the, the structure of it, yeah. the who married you, the no, fact that you got married in a church or justice of peace, yeah. all these structured parts of it, because there's a lot of people, do you know what a, um, a civil marriage is or yeah. just being with someone for long enough to where you qualify yeah. as being yeah. married? Like you know, Quebec, yeah, yeah, you fill out a piece of paper, yeah. automatically married. What's yeah. wrong with that? Nothing. Oh, but you just said that there was something wrong with me. getting married by me, someone else. I know, I but this is for you. So what you're saying I'm is that you are okay. That. That's all I'm saying. But for me, I had the meaning. But, but you have you, to. Admit, did you have the meaning when you you got married? You said yes. That no, going in. Know. No, going in. Yes. No, you said, going into it. Yes. There are little things, right, <laughs> that pop up and just say, "That's odd," and then. Like you like to connect dots, right? I do. And so when you have enough little things that pop up. Sure. Yeah. But you know me with two two people that have been involved in relationships. Right. And in, I don't care. In both cases. I don't care. They're a red flag. I know. And I'll let them drive so that they can but, navigate and see that they either crash into the wall or they drive to a a decent destination. That's not really what you do, though. No. Why not? Why not leave that it up not, to someone? Because if I'm no, too forceful, no. then I get in trouble with that too. No, you, no, it's, it's not about balance. being. Yeah, it's not about being it's forceful. About balance. It's about having a conversation sometimes. It's <laughs> <laughs> just being true. honest. Well, good it's luck just with being me. there. So then, why can't I be optimistic about the next chapter in my life when you can clearly see that conversation can at least be had there? Well. Because you're blind to everything that will <laughs> crash that down. But I'm quickly. driving that. Literally. Yeah, because she can't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> 
meet a girl. You, should be a you meet show. a girl. She doesn't. She's in her mid twenties and doesn't have a driver's license. Bail. Get out of there so mm-hmm. fast. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. Well, she's really cute, mom. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I said mom, not surrogate mom. Sorry. <laughs> not mom on Wednesdays. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, marriage is a fun topic. It's it's an aggressive topic because I wouldn't say aggressive. Well, conversationally aggressive because everybody has a subjective interpretation, especially if you've been married. I'll tell you what, Sash. Marriage and you, I think you'll agree. It's not the most important thing you'll do in your life. You have to give without a doubt. Kelly is the most important thing that's ever happened. You have to give a lot more than you take. That's true too. If you can't do that you won't be able to stay married to anybody. It's give and a lot of less. Don't you have to, but what if you meet someone who naturally lets you and, and you want to give too? there's a difference to me. That's annoying. Somebody who gives too much to me. I, I just, well, yeah, most, no, but what I'm I'm not comfortable over time in a marriage situation, you meet someone who you can say, Oh, I want to give to this person. Versus someone who you give to who does not receive. Well, that's different. Uh, if the reception is not there. Okay. It's wasted. Well, I mean, there was... Yeah, we know that. <laughs> have to be a scientist to know that. Well, I had to science it a little bit. <laughs> I had to go through the trials and tests and the hypothesizing and the confirming of all but, of it. But your marriage was there for a reason. Oh, absolutely. And well, I've discussed this again. Oh, yeah, this is all redundant for our show. Yeah. yeah our show has yeah. covered this yeah. throughout the course of time. I didn't listen to your show. I know so. until <laughs> three weeks ago. And you'll listen to this episode. I don't know. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Listening I to wanted yourself. to hear more of Morgan. What I heard you, a lot of you. Well, what'd you hear for, what do you want? I we got time. Sta- dynamic actually. It's a fun little dynamic. If we had this more often, you would hear more from Morgan, but, yeah. Yeah. but I'm like a server, my mom and I haven't this, haven't had a two hour conversation in months, years, two hours straight. Well, which mother has had a two hour conversation with her son? That's a problem. No, it should happen more often. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a problem. It's an opportunity. It's a great opportunity. Yeah. It's a problem. Yes, that they don't. You're right. Yeah. Unfortunately, not everyone can have a podcast but, but streaming this... in 23 countries with uh, about 16 <laughs> people. Four or five people. How can we have fewer listeners than we have countries listening to on a weekly basis? Beyond me, bots. It's got to be the bots. Sure. Robots. Listening. Yeah. Yeah, 23 countries, but only like six people listen to them. No, I'm kidding. Robots? No, we have more than six listeners. Um, we like to joke. Maybe. We like to lower our We really just do this to make an excuse to get together once a week and talk about nothing. Pretty much. And save the That's world nice. while doing it. Save the it. world while doing it. Just without <laughs> drugs or alcohol. No drugs, no alcohol, no. just energy no. drinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least that, huh? Mm-hmm. You had yours, too? You had yeah, a little... Yeah. Protein coffee. Now you won't be going to sleep till one a.m. I don't remember. I'm ready. The last time, <laughs> the last time my mom stayed up past eleven p.m. I can't remember. Uh, Must yeah. have been New Year's Eve James or something wedding. like that. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, New Year's. I officiated that wedding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was a family member who p- pressed a couple buttons online. But you kept saying, "Well, I know because I've been married, so I can tell you." <laughs> 
<laughs> that, that was part of my speech. Yeah. I was like, look, I know. I've been married for two years. Shit is pretty tough. <laughs> so get re- I didn't curse, of course. So the writing is on the wall um, for me. And it has been for quite some time. But that's because, you know, when I knew it wasn't going to work out, when she didn't listen to our show. Because we'll deep dive it for a very brief period of time. I know. A- anything, my mom pointing at her invisible watch. I got to go to sleep. I got to wake <laughs> up, garden, watch the news, <laughs> talk to my Alexa. I don't. Um, but in brief, supporting the other person in a marriage, in their creative endeavors, and actually, you know, even if you're faking it a little bit, uh, or you have the tact to be able to fake it and still be enthused about it, even if it's just for the other person. I noticed very quickly that a lot of the things that I wanted to pursue as the individual for that me time, they were kind of like tugged away at, saying, nah, 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 you don't, it's not important. No, but. The tugging was done, I'm sure, for helping out with family stuff. Oh, but I balanced that well. Contrary to popular belief or bias belief. I don't know. No, mm. I'm not judging you. I wasn't mm. there. But it, I don't understand otherwise why you would have been pulled always to come back into not doing your own stuff. Mm-hmm. Not allowed to do your own stuff unless it was necessary. <laughs> it's because uh, of the disconnect of me doing my own stuff while at home didn't mesh with the ideology of somebody who had not never done that. Meaning my job for a year's worth of time, or at least the last year and a half, 50% of it is taking place at home, whether it's the shipping, the processing of all the stuff that I deal with, the paperwork, the research online. So a lot of it, half of it takes place at home. And it's impossible to do that and be full-time dad at the, simultaneously. Yeah. Simultaneously. Yeah. And that was disclosed at a very early stage of the entire, but it didn't register because I'm visibly right there doing work, but I can't do other things. But so, so was she. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and planning, that's where that's where the year and COVID were mm-hmm. responsible for both of you failing at the balancing. The balance, no, for failing at the working on the balancing. Yeah. Now the balance is just naturally become a thing but what it used to be was that uh kiddo was going to go out with daddy because that was the only way she was going to go out period was with daddy and kiddo was going to spend time with mommy at home but when daddy was at home too and kiddo was at home then it was still expected of me to forego all of the time that i needed to actually you know keep a roof over the head Yes, but mommy wasn't paying the bills. Anyways, well, uh, we're drifting into the three-hour mark here, and it's not really – it's podcast God, material. flew by. It did. Um, it's podcast material, but it's not really podcast material. We've, we've talked about this in general, okay. but again, this is the boring stuff that yeah. has only increased our viewership right. by 40% over the course of the last 10 weeks. So um, 
<laughs> yeah, it's me yelling at you. Right. <laughs> People like to hear about my relationship drama. No, they don't. According to the the numbers, Morgan. No, no. <laughs> Maybe I should be uh, like a cheap version of The Bachelor. <laughs> well, I'm interested in the dating app game. The so. dating app game? Yeah. Sure. Bring on... Um, what do you think about me bringing different women to the podcast? Not, not that I sleep with, of course, or anything like that. Not that I even date, but just women that uh, are part of this experiment. The, the dating game? Yes, the dating game. But you see, okay. I, it, it would be disingenuous because, yeah, it would be disingenuous because I would be literally only wanting to bring them on the show for the discussions. Yeah. It wouldn't be to, like, further anything with That's them. That's right. So. So should I do that? No. But at least I'll get to talk to them before you get yes. serious with them. And then... Yeah, yeah. What's expected of like our guests, for example, like bringing you on the show, we we expect I you expect to. I expect twenty bucks. But... <laughs> <laughs> you need to lower your expectations. <laughs> uh, no, but the expectation always... of the expectation of this platform, and you'll see as you listen to more of the shows, and as you come back for more of the the shows as well, you'll see that the expectation is to kind of. Be as open-minded as you can, and raw, even. I know, but you won't achieve that with foreign strangers, women. Yeah, there needs to be some no. sort of precursor. Yeah, introduction. Yeah. Like everybody that comes on is somebody that we know, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, it has to be. Bringing on a stranger is a weird dynamic. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't be a stranger. I would have met them. Yeah, but still weird not, though. Like no. you're talking about knowing somebody, you're talking to somebody that's for true. like three it is, weeks. It's got to be one person that one of you at least knows, or the third person knows. Right. You know. Okay. Like who knows you? Like even a friend of mine who knows you, who's met you. Yeah. Or a friend of Morgan's. Morgan's. We could bring one of his cats on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, they're talkative enough. <laughs> to yeah. Hold a three-hour conversation. Yeah. And you were talkative enough to hold a three-hour conversation, too. You didn't think you were going to make it, huh? I told you. What did I tell you coming into this show? That the energy of the show would just get you there. I know, but I didn't hear Morgan enough. You don't know that. Is this always the No, usually I jump in a lot more. When it's one and one, one, it's obviously, like I said, 50-50 or, you know, 65-35. But with with three people, it's harder. Yeah. In there, it's more like twenty. But you're also my mom. Yeah, what about that? So I want, t- and we want to hear from you. Yes. Well, you did. We did. Definitely. I talked a lot. You did. Too much. Now we know where it comes from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't deny it, can you? You speak well. Your English is much better than mine. Mm-hmm. So it's easier for you. And you're to worried just about talk. your accent. Not my accent as much as my search for word, the right word. You found I them. Think yeah. in French half the time. That's fascinating. So uh, still do after all these years mm. of being here. When you, you read you books, the facility. The, mm-hmm. I read in the faculties. I don't read fast English as fast as I read in French. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that is yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's something that stays with you. But you never answered um, that and last I, question. I, what's what? When you read a book from an author you never read, do you read the words in your voice? Of course. Okay. Actually, let me think. No, because if it's a man, it seems like a man reading. Or so, so 
do you um, it's interesting go ahead no I'll, it's very uh, no, no, in, no, in closing it's a man's voice. so I've been watching this YouTube that's fascinating I've been watching a YouTube channel of uh, some YouTube videos that I find very philosophical and kind of interesting and then I read a book um, I'm reading tons of books but after the video I immediately read a book and it was the guy's voice from a YouTube video um, yeah. with the words. Like I had his voice still registering in my head because really? it was like a 45. And it was the guy. It was a 45 minute video, so it, I, I'm thinking that my brain had registered his voice for a long enough time, and then I segued right into the book on purpose to see because when I read, I always hear it in my voice, the words, because I don't know what the author sounds like all the time. When I do know what the author sounds like, Marianne Williamson, for example, um, I hear her yeah, voice, yeah. or um, Jesus, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who? Well, it was only in Revelation that I heard his voice. <laughs> That's a deeper, darker conversation. Um, was but it like Mel Brooks <laughs> and all the other ones. No, um, but uh, it was interesting because this guy's voice was reading the book, and I'm like, it's kind of neat because he's got an old, like, uh, gray-haired style of voice, he's like this old grizzled man on this YouTube channel, and then he was reading this book, so it was kind of cool. Yeah, but anyways, I can see that. My wife likes audiobooks a lot. Yeah, now. you hear and the so, person's voice. Yeah, well, and they're actors nine times out of ten. So yeah. sometimes you'll hear that, and then I always wonder if you go back and read, will you start to hear the those different characters? Voice. And I think you do yeah, in a way. Probably. Yeah, yeah. That's fascinating. You can watch a movie for five minutes with the volume and then mute it and the subtitles on, and you probably register yeah. the voices the same. Yeah, interesting. Mm. All right. Well, that's where we're going to jump Experiment. next week um, with Meandering Mom. So you're not going to be on that show. No. But you'll be on a future show. You like this enough? Did you like this enough to come back? Of course. Good. Yeah. Wasn't it fun? Awesome. Yeah. Let's There's start earlier in the day. And you don't remember anything? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember anything you just talked about? Yeah. yeah. You do? Oh, yeah. I always forget. You forget? Yeah. And Morgan yeah. says he lives it and experiences it. Yeah, I don't always remember I everything it. I said. Yeah, I can't repeat it, but I know what yeah. I talked about. But I think it's a phenomenon because I always forget uh, um, until I listen. edit and listen back. Uh, I have to experience that. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's yeah. very neat. Well, let me know when it, it's on. Oh, yeah. And you can <laughs> you can share it with all of your uh, friends. and uh, not They'll want to meander, too. <laughs> Bring them on. They know you. They do. Mm. They, met they met Morgan too. Some of yeah. them. Christmas yeah. parties. Yeah. That's when we were on like show 15. Boy, we were so full of ourselves then. <laughs> A lot's changed. Really? Yeah. Yeah, not for him, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. I have to listen to the first one. Ooh, the audio quality wasn't so hot for that one. Work backwards. That's what uh, Mystery Girl did, and it worked out for her. Well, I don't want to be like her. No, but she no, wanted so. to hear where we're at now versus where we came from. So we'll be that way. Okay. Then you do your own thing. That's but everybody, it. Thank you. But everybody listens from one to... I don't want to do it because she did it. But everybody way. does it your way of starting from the beginning. No, the best I'll way. jump. I'll start at the beginning and then skip a few and see where the progress goes. Well, do you know what I do? Do you want to hear what I do? No, or is it going to influence the way you listen to the show? You have time to do so many things, Sasha. Well, when I'm driving around, I listen to our I mean, show. You read books. Mm -hmm. You do your work. Mm -hmm. I parent. 
Yeah, that's where when? it's going, right? See, <laughs> you think I don't have time to bear? <laughs> you worked tw- thirty-six hours a day. And why's your kid call me dad? Oh yeah, right. <laughs> uh, he's just egging you on at this point. Um, what was I saying? I lost my train of thought. So what I do to listen to the show when I'm driving? It's the only time I listen to the show. I'm not sitting at home listening to meandering on television. But you drive a lot. I do drive a lot for work, for dropping kiddo off, and I'm alone a lot too now that my daughter goes to school. So I do listen to the show often when I'm on the road. What I do is I jump around from episode to episode, conversation to conversation, Uh just to see, see. just to confirm that the flow, that the fluidness of... You'll get tired of hearing yourself? No, because... No. No. It's okay. Because I analyze myself a lot. I did this when I musically as well. I know somebody else who doesn't get tired of hearing Yeah, he's himself. not on this planet anymore. So we won't <laughs> no, he is. Who? Huh? Oh. He is. Who? Huh? He'll be back. Huh? In 2024. What? Oh, Trump? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm the anti-Trump. I'm the opposite. We've had talk about reverse Hitler. I'm reverse Trump. <laughs> no. Um, anyways. Okay. Hearing yourself Thanks talk. For having me. Okay. Let me yeah, say wrap one more it up, thing. Bro. Yeah. Hearing, hearing yourself talk when you're analytical about it and you weigh the pros and cons objectively and you're willing to work on the things that you need work with isn't yeah. such a bad thing. No. Now you'll be able to hear no, yourself talk. My back hurts. See, the I problem is you can't hear yourself talk <laughs> until you do something like this. Thanks, Mom. Okay, you're welcome. And Morgan's thanks, a pleasure Morgan. speaking with you. Yeah, it thanks. was fun. It was fun. Absolutely. We thanks. didn't have much alien talk. Next time. Maybe we did. <laughs> Later. They're See you guys listening. next time. They're listening. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Secrets out.